called smut Give me smut and nothing but A dirty novel I can't shut Hey! Hi! Hi! Hi everyone! Hi everyone! <laughs> Are amazing. Yeah, there, there it is. That oh, thanks, Bryce. Yeah, thanks, Bryce. Yeah. Hey, I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm Jess. And welcome to Femmes Reading Film. That was a that was a really good one. We every time we nail it. We are we really do. We are performers. <laughs> I'm not. We are showmen. You're you're more of a showman than I am. That's I'm just married cool. to one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, you're here for Femmes Reading Film Halloweeny. Uh, it's our Halloween show, everyone. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. This is our second time doing this, and uh, I still am very surprised that people are here. So yeah. thanks so much for this is nice. It's very nice, guys. Um, a few bits and pieces of housekeeping yep. before we get started. Um, so the uh, tickets do go to a good cause. Five dollars of every ticket goes to I keep the Friendship the Center Food Pantry. Yes. So you help Lawrence, feed you know. people. Yeah. Yeah. Help some folks get a Thanksgiving dinner that they may not have already had. Correct. Uh, and then the also you may have seen the raffle out front. Mm -hmm. Please put your name in our little bucket, um, and you'll win potentially some merch, maybe a little gift card from the Last Chapter Bookstore. Yep. If you don't know what they are, they're an all romance bookshop bookstore that opened in Chicago a few months ago and they also do they started doing book boxes back in 2021 they have a mortar and brick store in Roscoe Village and they're fabulous and we love them very much yes. and so go get a prize from them yeah yeah, yeah. do that uh, so just so you guys know um, this is a Halloween show it is it's spooky in it case you couldn't spooky. in case you couldn't tell yes we're and spooky we're spooky we're dressed up like devils if you can't tell yeah mine blend in with my hair but those are horns she has horns <laughs> Uh, and so the theme of today is murder. <laughs> <laughs> and who best to talk about murder than us. us? And also, husband of the pod, Keenan Camp. Keenan Camp. So can you all put your hands together to welcome our guest, Keenan Camp? Amazing. Amazing. Bang, bang. I've got Question. bigger horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a competition. Not a competition. It's always. It's how you use them. It's yeah, not. that's what we've heard. Yeah. Hey, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're basically our Halloween guest. I know. I, I loved doing it last year on uh, the recorded podcast, and I insisted on coming back for this one. He did. One. <laughs> he did. I got he like two did. months of so, um... Have you picked the guest yet? So who's going to be so who's the, gonna do the spooky guy? <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know if any of you have experienced rolling over in bed and seeing your husband staring at you and asking, who's so can be I? the spooky guy? <laughs> so many times. So, so many, many times. times. Uh, Tuesday. Not even in this context. Uh, <laughs> so can you tell the lovely folks about, you know, why you might have been so passionate about being our spooky time guest? I am a big fan of horror. I'm a big fan of uh, really bad horror, very good horror. Um, that is primarily what I grew up on. I grew up afraid of the VHS horror section a little bit, but it also intrigued me so much. So it was a, one of those things that you'd kind of run past quickly 
just to catch a glance. Sexy, it was exciting. It was sexy and exciting, and uh, much like a smut novel. Yeah, and I think I I have I also have like a lot of anxiety around death, so I think seeing other people die is all is therapeutic. A little comforting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about this one. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like good. It wasn't me. Yeah. (laughs) So wait. So you were scared of it, and then when did you pop your cherry? As it were. I mean, as a very young child. <laughs> <laughs> this makes so much sense about you. Uh, Checks out. These horns. Yeah, it yeah. was. I had a. I, I watched there. I remember specifically there was a movie called The Gate. Um, that yeah, yes. Uh, started a young <laughs> huge Dorf following here. And a uh, there was a, a a hole in some in this kid's backyard, and some demons came out of it. And my dad rented it, and we watched it. And I was probably in second or third grade. That's cute. That's yeah, a nice story. It's we woke that up movie nightmares. shouldn't be watched yeah. by a second or third and, grader. Yeah, and that was a movie that like burnt into my brain. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was just kind of like, yeah, m- more. <laughs> that, was that like the first thing you ever had nightmares about? Yeah, that was the first like yeah. movie I remember was, having nightmares about. Do you about. remember the first movie you ever had nightmares about? I don't remember having, I, I don't really have nightmares about movies. I had a nightmare. I had a, I had a reoccurring nightmare when I was a kid that I was being yeah. chased by a giant snake through our backyard. And that was the main one for like five years. So the okay. movies couldn't really make their way in. Yeah. It was just, it was too busy. Your it was just the snake. The snake. Yeah. It was just me and the Maybe snake. Maybe you saw like a glimpse of Anaconda, the movie starring J-Lo. That's exactly what I was Yeah. Thinking. I don't know. When did that movie come out? Maybe? 95. <laughs> Maybe. Actually. I was just, I was mirroring what you said. Yeah. I don't know. No. 90, I'm going to go 99. Just Before so John Voight was really awful. But it was after yeah. John Voight was really great. Is it? I don't know. It was that middle, that John Voight middle period. That yeah, middle? it was, that, it was the, middle, the middle, the middle Voight. It was yeah. the middle. Voight. It was an all sarcastic. What about you? Uh, it was the. Uh, so I had a reoccurring nightmare that I was in a, <laughs> that I was in a bathroom at Six Flags. Obviously. And a man with green skin came and tried to kidnap me. But so if we're talking about movies, though, uh, it was the cover of Edward Scissorhands, which I now love. Actually, just the cover of it. Just the cover. I was too scared to watch it, and he was very scary. And I thought he would like come up, like against like over the bedside with his like, like with his Freddy scissor Kruger in the bathtub. Yeah, with his scissor yeah. fingers. And I thought yeah. he would like kind of meow like a like a cat. Yeah. If I know this is like an audio flop. podcast, but <laughs> I'm doing a floppy wrist, if you will. Do yeah. a floppy cat wrist. I'm doing a floppy yeah. cat wrist. And so I did I did like build a fort with my pillows. Right. I once um my mom can attack also my mom's here again, you guys. I once put booby traps around my room, like from my door to my bed. Oh, I liked that. Like I'd put yeah. my laundry basket there, and then she'd be like, "Damn it, Emily!" But it was so the vampires and Edward Scissorhands couldn't get. It. I think I think that's I think that's pretty a pretty common thing yeah. actually. I also loved the Goonies, so booby traps were huge. I also wanted to ask: Was the nightmare about the man with the with the green face yeah. because you watched The Mask too early? No, but he looked like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Anyone else? Okay. Because that fucking... That man still haunts my dreams and not in a sexy way. I understand. That Um, nose haunts my dreams. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, so... You yeah, you no. feel good about that? Nope, I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, so Mirder, uh, what did you what did why don't you explain what you picked as our topic and why you picked it? Well, it it evolved because I think the it first evolved. thing that evolve. I set up was like 
zombie fucking, I think. And I I think I I believe it was. And I think, or was it? I believe it was cannibalism. That was was after. I I don't think I heard zombie fucking. No, no, no. Yeah, I got got zombie fucking and immediately went, don't even tell Emily about that. (laughs) So glad. (laughs) And then it changed to cannibalism because he was like, this will be more accessible. And I was like, it's not. It's not as sexy as you think in the Kindle Unlimited world. Mm, I well, that's a challenge. Uh, but then I thought, yeah, murder. This it's safe. Like serial killers. There's like a there's a sexy appeal. I think we're uh, all like, especially there's some sort of appeal to that in a weird way mm-hmm. um, that can be problematically sexy. I guess. Um, I think you also at one point was like, we were like, no cannibalism. You're like, how about like a serial killer with a little cannibalism? Yeah, I, I, I think the channel we challenge really was like just it. a little bit. We tried to work like, together and they like didn't. a toe, <laughs> a toe. And I was like, we have to talk about this in front of people. Like that's yeah. not gonna. We can make a lot of things sexy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Gen. But I guess that that does get into. So we do feel that we should do a bit of a a bit of a content warning right yep. at the top. Trigger um, warning. And first of all, we just want to say for the record that murder is bad. Yeah, we don't we don't condone <laughs> serial killers. We don't think serial killers are cool. We don't think they're sexy. No, we think aspects of these stories are sexy, and they just happen to have serial killers. And we'll them. get into why. And we'll We're going to justify yeah. this to ourselves as a group so that then we can enjoy the rest of the show. And we've been so worried about it that we've talked to people, and they were like, you care so much that it means you don't, you don't like serial killers. And we went, like, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've talked about this. My, my therapist, Lauren, who listens to this, hi, Lauren, uh, <laughs> did say that I shouldn't worry that I do not like serial killers. So we're all good on the So front. if you guys don't like this show, Lauren is going to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and she knows to... about most of you by now. Yeah. <laughs> do you agree with us about that? Um, that was the official Femmes Reading Phil stance, but if yeah. you ha- you can have your not, own. Not the Emily and no, Jess stance, I, but I the think, official I FRF stance. In general, yeah, murder's bad. Yeah. I think Good Meredith, my therapist, would pat me on the back for saying that. <laughs> um, what up, Meredith? I'm going to try to get you to listen to this. <laughs> She's been listening the whole time. Probably. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I think murder's bad. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, so we're all, everyone here knows Unless we all think it's it. bad. Um, for like a revenge. Or like justice. Yeah. That's, uh, I yeah. meant to say justice. <laughs> I, think you, I think you still have some time. I'm so worried right now. Um, yeah, so just at the top, we're just going to say that. And say everyone that. cool with that? Audience participation. Woo! And then Emily turned to me and went, hey, can you do research for this one? Because you do all the research all the time for the podcast. And I said, yes, I would be honored to. I do. I I did the research for the first episode. They don't know about that yet. But it's coming out soon. They don't know about it. And mom, I did the research for the first one. Thank you. They both did a very good job. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we're not, we don't have to like, because we already kind of talked about like, a little bit about horror movies and the the, the sexiness of horror movies, a maybe lore. a little bit. But there is uh, so I was I was looking around because I was trying to look into like the psychology of why people find this horror is movies more sexy. research than I've ever done in my no, life. No, because I was inter- I, it's something that I've always wondered because I like dark 
shit. And I've always been drawn to it. And I was like, somebody must have researched why oh, I'm fucked up, right? 100%. Nobody has, as far as I could tell. <laughs> or at least not, not to my satisfaction. Um, but, like, there is, like, a long history of storytelling that involves murder and why people might find it, like, erotic. So, like, there's dark romanticism, which was oh, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe, all of his shit. And then there was erotic horror, which yeah. is, like, if you think of, like, Dracula and, like... 30s and 40s, those types of movies. And then we get into erotic thriller, which is like eyes wide shut. I was gonna uh, say early 90s. I was gonna say psycho. I was um, gonna say Jade. Is that a too Jade? is that too much wow, of a pull what for a you? Deep cut. That was just for Keenan, wow. no one else. So I hope I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna, Joe, I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna crack Joe open my drink no. after that one. That was Jeepers uh, Jade? Okay. <laughs> There's like a long history of people telling stories about the dark side of things. And there's a long history of people being not <laughs> turned on, but excited by and wanting to experience horror content. And I would argue that there's a very thin line between like experiencing and being thrilled by horror movies and experiencing and being thrilled by an erotic horror. Is it like story. Is, is the thin line adrenaline though? Yes. Is it like Oh, okay. yes. So I there was going to be like a little back and forth. Well, so no, I, nailed it. So I found this. Yeah. I found this article uh, in Psychology Today, and I'm really excited to get your take on it because I found it really interesting. <laughs> You're going to synopsize the article. For me? <laughs> I have notes. Well, no. So it's basically about. It also talked a lot about how this type of content. The erotic thriller compared to the slasher is usually more preferred by uh, women, and the slashers more in survey say preferred by men, and a lot of that stems to this theory of like it is a safe way to experience and get inside of the mind of someone who is dangerous without actually having to deal with it in real life, and women tend to deal with being threatened a little bit more than men in the day to day. I was going to say, like, slasher is always like, a woman is targeted, but she comes and out. And screaming and running and a lot of blood. And there's a final girl and she has to be virginal and she has to be the, like, right. I've defeated you because I was pure. Whereas, and like, an erotic thrill, like, an erotic thriller like type Jade. thing. <laughs> like Jade. <laughs> or, like, um, Silence of the Lambs. Where, like, there is a bit of a relationship between Clarice and Hannibal Lecter, and she's getting inside of his mind. And that tends to be okay. what people gravitate I towards. guess that's like, I, like, I love Criminal Minds. Yeah. That's, I love Spencer Reed from Criminal Minds. I yeah. think about him a lot. So the psychology <laughs> So, yeah, this is yeah. making sense. So according to Psychology Today, we evolved, humans evolved, to learn through play. So if you look at like animals and things, they like learn through like chasing each other and play fighting and that sort of thing. And your body like learns how to respond to scary situations through practice. And so like tickling. Yeah, like to exactly yeah. like tickling. No, like your body, you know, you tense up. I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> tickling is scary for some people. And so this person thinks the reason we derive pleasure from scary things is because it's our brain rewarding us for learning how to avoid danger. Evolutionarily. And it's your brain going, yeah, now you know how to escape that guy because you saw a film about it. Congratulations. That's, that's true, actually. I guess I have taken like mental notes from movies before, but like, <laughs> I would do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, and we don't often like experience that in real life. So the closest often we can get is forms of media. This is the most academic. Isn't that interesting? I just thought it was so cool. Can I clap for Jess? That was incredible. 
She quoted a fucking psychology today. That was a mini- or weekly or whatever the fuck it was. Sweating up here after the amount of research I did for this yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, like, so, so does your would you say that your story follows those lines? I say my story is fucked up, and I'm excited to tell you guys about it. And yes, it does. Because like, we're gonna get into your story first. But yeah, I just well, just real quick, do you have any like expectations yeah, of yeah. these stories? Uh, going I forward? brought a pen and a pad oh, of paper to take wow. some notes, just in case you ask me which one I liked more. Okay, and we it's will. Really That's really gonna thing. be based on like the amount of like jaw drops that I have of and like. Oh. Like, oh my god! I so, gotta tell my story a little differently. Um, oh no 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 no! no. I gotta want flash you to tell him how it is. I'm I'm looking for um, some chills. Ooh. I'm I'm looking for a few jaw drops. Okay. I'm looking to. Do you mean like, like a sexy jaw drop? Yeah, like sexy a, or just like penis that's fucked up. Like <laughs> yeah, that like kind a, of jaw, oh, jaw okay. drop. Or and also I want to be I want to yeah question my own like sexuality not in in a way yeah of like of like oh that that hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting that's what I want yeah, yeah. this is a really tall this is order. a big order hey that's why I brought a pen and a paper Our, that's, you mean business <laughs> shit okay uh, you guys ready to get into the first story. Woo! <laughs> Okay, because I read so many books for this fucking show. And I just want to say that I initially was going to do uh, Butcher and Blackbird, which is actually a fantastic book. And it's about two serial killers who fall in love. Um, It's lovely. It's wonderful. I did not do it because it's incredibly long, but please go read it. Um, There is a full page and a half of trigger warnings. But it's like not super gross, but it's super fun. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about brutal. <laughs> Do you want to tell the people at what point you texted me that you were changing to this one? Two days ago. <laughs> so I read this in two days. It is 218 pages. I had also take notes. And I also had to send you a whole thing being like, is this okay? Which we're going to find out. Um, it's, called, it's part of the Pleasure and Prey series Ooh. by A.J. Merlin. It's called Brutal. It's the second in a series uh, of four, so buckle up. And it came out uh, January 27th, 2023. I assume it's Prey like E-Y and not Prey like Not A-Y, A-Y. E-Y. Prey like E-Y. We're not doing a priest episode. We're doing... I've been pushing it's for it and we not haven't gotten there yet. Unless someone asks for it, we're not doing it. Um, I hope no one asks for it. So... Uh, set the scene. It's the last day of camp. (laughs) Yeah. Hazel, the camp counselor, who is 23, um, is sitting on a picnic table under the fairy lights that decorate the trees at Camp Clearwater. Uh, After two months of hosting two-week camps left and right, the summer is finally over, and she is relishing in the quiet. Ah. I'll stop doing that. I'm so sorry. Um, Jenna, her BFF, comes up and is like, bitch, why aren't you at the party? You're missing the party. And Hazel's like, I don't want to drink. I just am thinking about jobs. And like when I go back, I hope my my part-time job at the flower shop is still there. Oh, no. I hope I can make money. Uh, And (laughs) she's just unsure if if it's going to cover rent. Hazel. Wait, wait, wait. So she, sorry if I missed it. She's like a camp camp counselor. For the summer, she was a camp counselor. Okay, so it's like the end of the year camp counselor 
party. Party. Then okay. It's they go crazy. All the kids are I'm just gone. Picturing, I'm picturing Wet Hot American Summer where yeah. they like all do heroin and then go back to the camp. <laughs> I'm thinking more like big bonfire, like the the radio is cranked to eleven. Oh, like in Wet Hot American Summer where they're like in the woods yes. at the bonfire. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At the first party, not, oh, the, not the second party. Hazel also jokes and she's like, I don't want to be at the party because all that noise might attract the murderer. So she, <laughs> who? So she goes along to the party. Wait! I am telling this how I read it. I just want you all to know. I'm because sorry. I read that and I went, huh? And then it said she went to the party. Okay. Just matter of fact. We'll find out. Right. Well. Uh, she goes along to the party, and while the other of age young adults start drinking and hanging, she's listening to the radio that reports the body of Kristen White. Uh, it was found ten miles from the camp, and this has been happening all summer. <gasps> What? <laughs> no one. Th- it's only ten miles though, so they're safe at camp. Clearwater. They're fine. It's all kids. You Who can't would kill walk kids? 10 miles. No. No. No one can walk ten miles in these sh- shoes. And so she goes. She's like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." She gets up to tell Jenna, but then she sees across the party that Jenna and another counselor, M, probably based off me, um, are flirting. And she's like, "Okay, I can't." She's been. She's been trying to get on this girl all summer. Like, I don't want to interrupt. And so as she's thinking about what to do, Brett, who is 27, what? ages older than the 23-year-olds, no. ages, no. grabs her arm and is like, are you okay? And he's been trying to get her alone and flirt all summer. And she Fucking was like, um, she's like, oh, no. But he's like, are you okay? And she's looking distressed. And it, it kind of takes Hazel off guard that he's finally being nice to her at the end of the summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so she... I don't trust Brett. She, No one does. If you know a Brett, don't trust them. Brett says he's 27, but he is 35. <laughs> well, he's, he's the son of the camp owners. So oh, even so worse. Probably. Even worse. Whatever he wants. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to go outside and talk? Because, you know, they're in the rec center, because that's where the party is. And she's like, yeah, sure. And so she follows him into the woods. Fucking... <sighs> Yeah, I also want to say Hazel. Hazel isn't really making the best decisions, but she's summer's about. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) she wants to live her full life. She wants to like still be friends next year. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, she's like, you know what? Okay, this guy isn't my type. He's not. He hasn't really been the nicest to me all summer. But yeah, I'll go talk to him about a possible in the woods. So she thought they'd just step right outside. But he's, like, taking her, like, kind of on a hike. And she's following, because, like, what else is she supposed to do? Not and go! He's, she's like, okay, Brett, what the fuck? I wanted to just talk. And he's like, yeah, I thought you wanted, like, some time, like, alone. And she was like, yeah, about the murderer, you dumbass. He's killed three people in two weeks. And Brett's like, okay. So he's inching close to her closer to her as she's like there's been murders and she's like oh fuck no and then she trips over a branch because it's the woods she's so clumsy and he catches her her, and he like grabs onto her arm but doesn't let go and he like pulls her closer and is like what's your deal like and she's trying to like push away she's like dude no and she hears like a crack of a of a twig, if you will. And she's like, "Did you hear that?" He's like, "No. Why have you been me- like leading me on all summer?" And she's like, "I haven't been. I haven't talked to you all summer. Every time you get near me, I turn away." Which I was like, "Good for you, buddy." What? Um, what? Oh, are you I okay? just mouth. Brett's gonna fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's an audio medium. So if you could speak all your thoughts. Yeah, out you loud. can't. You can't just make. I didn't want to gestures. interrupt. And okay, that's yeah. no, no, no. Hey, Thank you, though. Hey, yeah. Please that's, do. That's your whole job. Yeah, you okay. actually, actually have to do that. So feel free. <laughs> I'm a polite Midwestern boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. 
No, jump in. Uh, he he hears nothing, and then she's like, "Fuck you! I'd rather be here with a murderer than you, you fucking creep." Ooh. And then he gets angry, oh. and he grips her hard, and she closes her eyes. She's like, "Maybe he's gonna hit me." When all of a sudden, she feels his grip loosen. Yes. <laughs> and uh, she feels something splatter on her face. Yes! She opens her eyes to see a man standing next to Brett, a machete falling to his side. He's wearing an oversized coat, a t-shirt, relaxed jeans, hot. with a plastic hockey mask on. Hot. I was going to say, Camp Clearwater is yeah. too close yeah. to Crystal Lake. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he steps... Uh, Brett is now on the ground. His uh, his throat has been opened. and That was uh, my question. Was like, what's the nature of the wound? I was going to say, do I... Should I, like, say, like, his throat was slit? Like, oh, yeah, wait. Do you have any... Do you have any trigger warnings? Uh, so blood... Um, <laughs> Actually, we should We probably... should do some legit... Uh, there's, like, some primal, like, dubious consent, but everything's consensual. Everything's consensual. I just don't put that up. Except the murders. Except the murders. Thank you, Jake. Um, and I think... Oh, like sneaking up on people? Is that is that a trick? Like surprising people? It can be. Yeah. I don't think there's anything... I don't think there's anything bad except for those. Right. No, sorry. I just... I realized no, we didn't do you. and wanted to leave an opening. I've most likely forgotten some, so I'll say them as I say them. Right. Uh, he steps over Brett and she's frozen in fear and he reaches out and he cups her chin and she whispers, please don't kill me. And then he, um, he steps past her and walks away. Fucking A. Towards, baller move. Towards, Silent but deadly. Towards the camp. Great. Oh, no. So he's picked out. He's like, you're my final girl. <laughs> so she's all like, Maybe. wait, wait, wait. I'm scared for my friends. She screams no and she picks up a rock and throws it at him. Oh. Um, now, would you guys throw a rock at a killer who's Not if he was already away? walking away from No, me. and especially if he just like killed somebody for you. Which I thought, kind of kind of hot. Yeah. Can we note? Yeah, can we note that Keenan is already fully on the side of this guy being yeah. hot because <laughs> he oh, killed yeah. somebody for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, he turns. I want this to work out. <laughs> <laughs> so she she throws like like a like a not a boulder. Well, not a boulder. <laughs> like a very strong. Not not a pebble, but like a like a stone. A stone. A is rock. A rock. Well, I'm trying to. Again, this is an audio medium, but I'm just holding a palm size. I think a that's stone. the size of a rock. Okay, so she throws a rock. And he just turns around and goes, really? Which honestly did make me laugh. And she goes, I can't let you kill my friends. She throws another rock. And he's like, don't fucking throw rocks at me. Which again, made me laugh. I'm like 10% of the way in this book at this point. And he goes, you're going to regret it. And she goes, fine. She throws a third rock. And then he starts chasing her through the woods. Great. And it's just like a ton of, she's trying to lead him away from the camp. It's like a full chapter of her running. And Does I was she like, have any? Like at this point, because she's thrown many rocks at this man who's just three, murdered, three rocks, three rocks yeah. who's just murdered this man. Is there any hint of like, oh, he's got like good shoulders? No, not yet. Like well, that? he's tall. Okay, he was. It's all you need sometimes. It's the oversized. Well, honestly, yes, it's the oversized coat that like she can't really tell his physique, but I would assume great physique. So she throws another. He chases her through the woods. So much running. He go, she runs to the lake and he catches her. And she's like, ah! And she has her phone. She's about to call Jenna. Ah. And uh, she's Jenna's like, where are you? We found Brett's body. And she's like, I'm. And then the killer's like, I got gotcha. you. And she's like, no. She drops the phone. Keeps running. Does he actually say I got gotcha? you? Kind of. He's like, ha! <laughs> I'm here. It's like something like that. I didn't write it down. And uh, so then he catches her again in the woods. She's like, this motherfucker's fast. Yeah. And with a mask on. 
which hinders your breathing. Again, this man owns a treadmill and he uses it. Hundo P, Hundo P. You need to if this is what you're doing. So he play hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Where else would he have gotten the mask? This is also yeah, I just love a hockey boy, so this is also why I picked oh, this. Oh god, I you love, found a way to do a sports I romance. Found a way to do a sports romance. Um, so she is exhausted in the woods. She like collapses. She's like, I can't run anymore. He finds her. He kneels and cups her chin, and again is like, Hey, little bunny. And he has these. Wait, wait, Sorry, he's decided to call her Little Bunny. Why? Because she's she's his prey, and he is the hunter. And he she was caught in his snare. I get it. I get it. I like I like Bunny. You're fine. Keep I like going. I like a pet name. Yep. Keep going. I like a pet name. Yep. Um, I just got a of mice and men glimpse, and so. Yeah. But. And he has uh, he has leather gloves on, and as he's cupping her chin, she's like, "Wow, this this leather smells kind of good." Oh, okay, I get that. After yep, get he's that. just like unalived somebody, and he has blood all over him, he's like, "No, it's the leather smells pretty nice." With the, I mean, there's a hint of blood. Probably a hint of blood. Yeah, yeah, some pennies in there. And he tells her to beg, <laughs> and she's like, "No, fuck you." And he's like, well, "You, you." beg me not to kill your friends. Why aren't you going to kill me? And she's like, if you're going to kill me, I'm not going to beg. But also, why did you save me from Brett? And he's like, save you. Maybe I was jealous he was touching the girl I've been coming out here to watch all summer. Uh, He takes notice of the little thing. Oh my god! Yeah, Keenan, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? I'm pretty. I mean, listen, I'm I'm taking this in context <laughs> of the story and as that story. Yeah, that's okay. it. Feels in character. That's pretty good. It's yeah. In character, yeah, I um Jason doesn't talk though, so I'm I, I know this is not. Yeah, this Jason, is not. It's just based uh, off of Jason life figure. That's the only thing I'm I'm currently processing and getting over as we go on. But we can. Keep okay, going. let's. Yeah. Let, you know what? What if it was a catcher's mask instead of a hockey mask? No, no, no. I'm just gonna. I'm. This is Jason's. Brother, he's got to work through. It's it for Jason's himself. brother. Yeah, yeah. he's got to yeah. get there on his own. JB, we'll call him for now. Um, <laughs> and he pins her down and blindfolds her, and she's like, "If you're gonna kill me, you have to deal with me looking at you. So don't blindfold me." Which yeah. I was like, "Okay, that has some balls." And he's I appreciate like, her. He's like, "No, I'm not gonna hurt you." And then she hears his mask fall to the floor, and he's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you. I just want one thing, and then I'll leave you alone." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "I just want to. I just want a kiss." And her first thought is like, I don't believe you, but also that leather smelled really good. <laughs> so she mainly she's mainly into the leather at she this She loves point. the leather All right. this guy. And he's she's like, okay, I have nothing to lose. Like if you if you say I don't I don't believe you, but like again, I have nothing to lose. Let's just fucking yeah. So she's like, all right, fine. And then he kisses her and uh, he like kind of bites her lip and she opens her mouth and then he's like, he like kisses her like a <laughs> hardcore. And he says, good girl. And I was like, oh, we got a little praise in there. And she feels it in her fanny flutters. And <laughs> she's like, wow, what an amazing kiss. But oh my God, I got to get out of here. And so. And, oh, she, so, okay. So what does his face look like? Because we don't know. I'm th- oh, she's blindfolded. She's blindfolded. She's bl- uh, yeah. ooh, okay. So, yeah, uh, much. I was gonna say much like Jade. I've never actually seen Jade, so I don't know. Why I keep saying it. I don't um, know what this is. Again, it's all for Keenan. We're, we're all gonna watch. Stay after. Over to our apartment. Stay after. We're all gonna watch Jade. I think it's Linda Fiorentino. I think is sure. Yeah. That. Anyways, <clears throat> so she frees her arm and she kind of pushes like she half hardly is like no, and then she like <laughs> puts her hand in his hair and is like, ooh, this hair feels nice. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Hazel, our girl. girl. Our girl has a thing for her. For she's the tactile. For she's the, quite yeah, tactile, yeah. yes. 
And Hermione's like, you know what? It's just adrenaline. You're not actually into this, but also like, this is hot. Um, the kiss ends and he's like, okay, I'll let you go. And he gives her her phone back. She dropped it in the woods and he picked it up and is like, I don't want to kill you. And she's like, okay, what if I, you know, like took your picture or something? He's like, you would never, you'd never do that. You're too, you're a frightened little rabbit. The cops would never believe you. Also, you're really hot and I'm going to let you go. Huh. And, and, and she's just sitting there with a blindfold on and she hears him walk away and she's like, oh, well, that was kind of him. Oh, <laughs> right. What a good guy. What a good guy. Dude. What a nice boy. Feels so for me. she gets up and leaves and she's now walking in an unfamiliar part of the woods and she's like, I'm pretty sure if I turn right, I can get back to the camp. But what if I went left? What? Now, what would you do in this situation, Keenan? Uh, hmm. You're right. She goes uh, left. Serial killer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she does not go back to the camp. She's like, fuck that. I'm going to go. I just need to walk. Wait, she like decides to follow him? No, she doesn't know where he went, but she's like, I think I just need to take some time in the dark woods. <laughs> yeah, take some time for me. That was, she needs some, yeah. some time for her. Um, which is that is, what you would do, Keenan? Is that what you did? Yeah, I think I would need, I couldn't go back immediately to like a 18 party and be like, hey, whoa. I would need a minute to kind of process the all yeah. that just happened. Would you go back to the team party? Yeah. 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 Well, especially because the friend said that they had just found Brett's body. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to be out there for any length of time because that would just be suspicious. Yeah, correct. Uh, and I, I don't want to be caught up in, in being accused of anything that I didn't do. That's smart. Yeah. Me, I probably would have been murdered by now. So <laughs> I, I'm just out Lord. of the story totally. Long ago. I, I would have been Kristen White 10 miles away from the camp. Not you would have just not, been running. Not even part of the story. You I wouldn't have run. And run into a tree. I would have hit him with the rocks and then went, well, running? No, I'm going to walk. I don't I do not do cardio. That's <laughs> that's why you wouldn't be a good murderer. That's yeah, why I'd be a great, a great mind murderer. Continue. Thank you. <laughs> So she walks, uh, she walks, she comes upon a dock <clears throat> and she sees a body and she's like, fuck, I should go check if this is like alive because like, you know, I don't, like I should help this. No, you wouldn't check if a man was, oh, <laughs> who's talking? I can't see. It's okay. I wouldn't either. Um, would you check and see if the body was alive or would you just yes, keep walking? Yes, because I'm a good person. I would just keep walking. No, I'd fucking go. Well, I, that's... I mean, I would poke it with, a, I would find a long stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like a, she has to go out onto a dock though. So there's like a clearing, there's like a picnic <laughs> table and then there's a dock and then he's at the end. Yeah. So uh, she's like, fuck, okay, I'm going to go check. And she does and she realizes it's just a jacket on a chair. Oh. It's a trap. <gasps> oh. Sorry, hold on, let me say it like this. It's a trap. Yeah. Thank you. Now I understand. That's a Star Wars reference for some people. Um, never seen it. Never seen it. So she turns and she's like, fuck, this is a trap. She turns around and the serial killer is sitting on the picnic table and he's like, got you again. Does he have like candles and a little spaghetti no. dinner? No. <laughs> but I was just like, like the... The, the dialogue in this book really did make me laugh. It was like, gotcha! And I was like, what? <laughs> and um, she turns and she tries to like run off the dock, but obviously he's faster. He catches her. And he's like, come here. And then he puts, he like brings her back to the picnic table. And so I, don't, I was not crazy about this part. He, he brings her back to the picnic table. He's like, you should have gone back to the camp. And uh, puts her like over his lap and gives her a spank. <clears throat> and then she's like, oh. And... <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Hold and on, she's... Keenan had, had a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah what's up? Uh, just, a, uh, it's, uh, just a weird... Was that a jaw drop? That was a jaw drop in Halfway. a weird... In a, it was more of a like... Didn't matter how... That doesn't seem... 
I don't feel that in the character, but yeah, continue. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't feel that his motivation is correct. Yeah, did he spank her with the machete? Because nope. that would make more sense. Okay. No, just spanks her with a, his leather glove. Yeah, just the side of. Well, the and his hand in the glove, so his a gloved hand. She likes the leather though, so she, she probably okay. was All right. in that okay. part of it. She's into um, it. Cool. Yeah. And she's like, what? No, but okay. And he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to fuck you on this picnic table. Ah. And so he, she's like, what? And he slivers. He, yeah. And actually, yeah. I would be yeah. really worried about that. And he cuts off her shirt, but she has her shorts and her uh, her like zip up hoodie, so she's fine. With the machete? With the machete. Damn. But um, but he leaves her like with other clothes so she can walk back. So he's like really considerate. Yeah. Um, wow. And she, they undress, and then he blindfolds her so that he can take off his mask, and they kiss, and he praises her, and it leads to number one, which I call that bra costs some fucking money. I would never want my bra cut off. Are you no, kidding me? No, bras are really. Do you know how expensive bras are? How do how how much do you think of bras? Thirty dollars. <laughs> I mean, depends on where you get it from. A actually, cheap so. one is there is probably yeah. like a Target one. How much you think yeah. like a like a Victoria's Secret? Which seventy five dollars? Actually, yeah, that's wow. Okay. This yeah. isn't as full as I thought it was. Give me more ladies' underwear to price. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it up on We tried stage. to trick you, and, and you and you, you were, were and you were smarter. Yeah, you yeah. got one over us. Good job, Bean. So he gives her. Uh, they they do the deed, and she's like, "That was great." And he gives her her phone back, and he's like, "Okay, turn, go right, just walk that way. You're gonna get back to the camp." And she's like, "Oh, what if I get lost again?" He's like, "No, <laughs> no, you gotta go back." And she's like, "Yeah, you're right." Even he's like, "You've done too much tonight. You gotta." <laughs> It's like you it's need time. you need to go get some rest, Hazel. Yeah, um, but and he's like he's like oh like I don't think I'll ever see you again. But um like like good luck. <laughs> hey, thanks. I don't think we'll ever see each other again. You know. Yeah, it's like that. We've I've been coming to see you all summer. <laughs> so Ags. so now she's back in Akron, Ohio, and that's oh, how that's that... where I was born. Oh, I was born in Akron. Should we give a little clap for Akron? You don't no. have to. All right, never mind then. No, no one wanted to. Don't clap. No, it's okay. She did get her job as the part-time florist back, uh, back so right. she's good on rent money. Thank God. Um, she's thinking about like starting up her classes again. She only has eight credits to like finish her degree in, in florals in anthropology. <laughs> okay, great. Um, but she's like, I don't know. She. We also learned that she has depression, and so like, there's just a lot of like, I don't know if I want to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then one day, two guys come into the shop, and they're both super hot. One is with blonde hair and one is with black hair, and he—they're looking to place an order. They ask what she likes. She says orchids. Uh, the black-haired one ends up buying orchids and pays. And we see his name—you're you're gonna love this. His name is R- Ren Crystal. Ren. W W R E N. Ren. Ren Crystal. Crystal. C R Y S T A L. As in like Crystal cool. Lake. Mm-hmm. Yes, as in Camp yeah. Crystal Lake. Uh-huh. As in the uh, the bird. And the Ren, Ren is in Kylo oh. Ren. Like, is this no W Star W-R-E-N. Wars fanfiction? Yeah. Oh no, I don't think Maybe? so. Hmm. What if it was? Might be. Um, but this thing. is the one with black hair. One with black hair. Like Adam Driver? It's probably Ren. Yeah. Ren. Yeah. So really? Kylo Ren is like, I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> Friday comes. She's feeling all glum. What was the other one's name? We didn't learn. It's just oh, the blonde-haired okay. hottie. Okay. Blotty, if you will. Blotty. And uh, she's thinking about the week. She goes home. She takes a shower. She has her two cats. And she uh, comes out of the bathroom and sees that there's a bunch of orchids on her table. Uh, <sighs> Kylo Ren Crystal Lake <laughs> is in the kitchen. Oh, my God. 
And she's scared and she doesn't move. And he comes up behind her and he's like, I'm not going to kill you. Why would I buy you flowers if I was going to kill you? you oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You and, moron. He, and he scoops her up and he puts her on his lap and he's like, aren't you happy to see me? And she's like, she's like, you're really hot. And that's like what she says. And she's like looking at him and she's like touching his hair. And she's like, why do you look so tired? And I was like, that's the first thing you say to the serial killer who has like come into your house. She doesn't know yet. Does oh, she, she knows. She just automatically knows that this is masked guy from Pretty the Pretty much. I mean, who else would like come in and put orchids? I don't know. It doesn't seem like she's a very observant person. Maybe she has two stalkers. I don't... Oh. No, I don't think so. Well, I read the book. She doesn't, but... I, okay. <laughs> I just... I don't... Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm being That's too okay. negative. I'm being too negative about it's a, Kylo Well, Ren. I don't agree with it much that this girl does, yeah. so it's okay. But right. it's a fun story, so stick around. It is. Um, it's not a fun story. Um, so she's like, fuck, you're really hot. Why are you tired? He's like, I need an alibi. Um, I've been killing too many people. Oh I've been working too hard, baby. <laughs> uh, and so you're going to pretend to be my girlfriend. And she kind of feels a twinge of disappointment. And she's like, oh. Pretend. And, pretend. and he chuckles and is like, are you disappointed because I didn't say I missed you? Because I did. Oh, wow. And she's like, oh, fanny flutters. And he kisses her and he's like, you're my girlfriend for the next month. And she's like, got it. Sounds good. But she's a little like hesitant. Have you offered us a serial killer fake dating? Romance? Is that what we're doing right now? Well, it, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's this a lot. A, this is great. This is an all encompassing. If you haven't listened to any other episode, I'm this so is happy all encompassing. This. You're welcome. I'm happy. I did it for you. Thanks. And Keenan, mostly Keenan. Yeah, because he wants. He loves it. fake dating. He loves fading. The next day, she takes a walk around the city with her earbuds in, blasting music. And he, as she comes back to the apartment, to find Ren there with dinner, and he's like, "I was following you all day, and you never noticed me." What? And she's like, why? And he's like, you were just too easy to follow. And I was like, he has nothing else to do. Like, what is going on? But yeah, a hobby. Apparently he does. He's the CEO of a uh, environmental... <laughs> uh, big environmental awareness organization called Green Co. Wow. They um, do say CEOs are, a lot of them are psychopaths. Yeah, so. that's true. Yes. That's true. Wow. Okay. Um, he brought her her favorite teriyaki chicken and rice. And he's, uh, and she, they turn on the news and uh, it says that there was a guy, there was a guy that was killed and she's like, did you kill that guy? And he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think I did? And she's like, well, maybe you're taking credit for someone else's kill. And he's like, oh, it's a very like game on. Like, oh, we're, we're doing a sexy banter about murdering. <laughs> I, I, he didn't I, have thoughts about the teriyaki and rice. No, it wasn't oh. the teriyaki and rice. It just set in that I was like, I was all for this, and then I found out this guy was rich, and now I'm all of a sudden just like, like, oh, gross. I feel, I feel like you might get back in, because there's going to be a detail I tell you later that you're going to be like, this is even worse, but also... Okay. Like, you wanted like is a he, working man's uh, murderer? Republican? <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted a blue-collar killer. A blue-collar yeah, killer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I like get the green, the green piece thing, but they're problematic too. But um, right, yeah. <laughs> he goes to take a shower. He comes back to find her listening to music on bed. There's some banter about how he kills people, and he's like, but I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather fuck you than kill people. Wow. And she's hesitant because, she, you know... I'd rather she's, stab that... Then finish it. Finish, finish what you're it. Have that vagina. <laughs> <laughs> 
so she's, she's hesitant because the couple of times she's seen him and with the fact that he's been stalking her, she's like, oh, I just figured it was kind of like a one-off thing. Like, yeah. I kind of figured you weren't interested. And he was like, what the fuck? Which leads to two, which I called body of proof. Because ah, okay. he's proving. Oh. And he leaves a trail of bodies because he's a murderer. And so... <laughs> He turns out he's very high up. Oh, in the company, he wants to take her to the Green Co. Gala. Cool. And love a gala. And the next time we see her, she's wearing a dress. He's like, uh, "What does the dress look like?" I'm sure it was described extensively. <laughs> it was a black dress. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go to the gala. She's like, "Oh my god, I don't belong." But he keeps telling people that she's you know, this is her beautiful, perfect girlfriend, and she tells the masses because she, she everyone's like, "I want to talk to Ren's girlfriend, Kylo Ren, Crystal Lake's girlfriend," and she tells the masses how she was an anthropologist who was finishing her degree, and he was like, "Wow, what a good lie you told," and she's like, "No, that's all true," and then he's like, "I didn't know that," and then he's gone. The next day, she's feeling Wait, hungry. this is how I read it. I swear to God. This That's is how right. The chapter ends and he's just gone. Yeah. Oh, he's just like, day. okay, that was a nice night. And bye. I know. <laughs> All right. It's uh, Guys, I know. So she's feeling humdrum at the flower shop because he's gone. And, and then um, a detective comes into the flower shop. Oh, shit. And he's like, hey, was anyone matching Ren's description in? And she's like, I don't know. I've never seen people. And I only see flowers. And (laughs) Ren comes back saying he couldn't stay away from her, even though he should have. And she's like, what? And he's like, I waited for you to text me, and then you never texted me. But it's killing me not to say that I want you. And I brought you waffles. And um, she's like, oh, I'm too nervous to eat. And she's like, I'll fix that. So he like sets her up and kind of feeds her, which I was like, I'm not crazy Where, about wait, that. Wait, are they still in the flower shop while no, he feeds her? No, now they're back at home. Okay, that's like a little better. He like, okay, so he sits on the couch, opens this thing of waffles. She's like sitting between his legs. Wait, on the he ground? didn't make on her waffles? No, he just bought them. <laughs> All right. They'd be soggy by this point, but okay. Yeah. He's uh, a CEO. He doesn't have time to make waffles. He, he's yes, killing he people CEOs and he's a CEO. don't do a whole lot. <laughs> he has time to follow her through the city yes, repeatedly. He, he, because he his, priorities, his priorities are right. So, right. Um, so wait, she's, she's on the floor she's on, on the, the ground. floor in front of him. Between his legs. Yes. And he's like leaning over in front I of her and forking I think she's waffles facing him. Oh, that's even which worse. Which I don't understand. And it's even weirder. like, here you go. <laughs> and I think he's like feeding her waffles as he's looking at her, which I was like, that would make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, okay. So, yeah. Are okay. you okay with this? No, 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 would no. Would you want to be just, fed waffles? In I'm this getting position? more of the like, um, it's in like a blowy position. That, you know, <laughs> and, like, I think she's. That kind of power dynamic. Yeah, 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 yeah kind yeah. of. But with waffles. Eating waffles. Yeah, and he's like, I don't trust you not to eat, so I'm going to feed you. And then somehow she ends up straddling his lap because she's like, these waffles are so good. Um, (laughs) There's some sexy banter, which leads to her biting him. And he's like, absolutely, which leads to number three. Full tummies lead to stuffed ladies. And I was just like, that's stupid. High five. (laughs) That's stupid. That's great. I love it. Thank you. Good job. That was a really Put that that on a shirt. Full tummies lead to... Actually. Actually. We'll talk. Everyone remember that for later. Ten percent of the profits. Thank you. No, you get no profits. Okay, so there's more sexy time, and he's like, "That's it. You're never getting rid of me now." And he uh, coaxes her to come out to dinner, and she meets all his friends. Oh, and I didn't really pay attention to this part because I didn't care. But basically, they're all serial killers. Okay, that was what I was gonna ask. Yeah, it's my buddy Frederick. Serial killers. Um, One's name is Virgil. One's name is Cass. Okay. Like and, Casper the Friendly Ghost? Yes. And one's right. name is Jed. 
Oh, and Sloan is in there too. She's with Virgil. Uh, that's book one, everyone. That's book one. And Virgil, Jed, and Sloan. So this like group of serial killers is just like normal guys. They all hang out. They like go to dinner, and they all have books written about them finding the loves of their lives while doing terrible things. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's so cute. Um, I just want to. Now I'm like so curious about what the other three like, which thing they're based on. I started reading the first one, and let me tell you, it is. They all have, and and I I say this as a person that lived in at least like two or three trailers. In my life, they all have trailer park names. But they're all like CEOs. Virgil, Cass, Ed, and Sloan. Virgil is a crime reporter. I do know that. Okay. High paying job. All right. Journalism. It was just like, these are all people I would have seen on Saturday at the flea market. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, it's a great dinner. She learns about their killing. She's like, this is scary, but I like it. She falls asleep in the car and wakes up and she's like, where are we? Um, and he's like, I thought we could do something fun. And they're in a remote area. Oh, God. And she's like, I don't want to murder someone. He's like, bitch, I'm not asking you to murder someone. Uh, I want to chase you. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, we're getting a primal. We're getting a primal kink in there. And you want to explain to the people what a primal kink is? It's like... Uh, the game Primal Rage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, I think it's when Jacob. you fuck a monkey or a lizard. That's the oh, you fight a monkey or a lizard. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I, okay, did everyone else hear the first? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah. So you fight a monkey or a lizard. So yeah, yeah. that's not it. Yeah. It's like that's an adrenaline-based, like you're chasing. It's a very, like you're at your base, baser instinct. Yeah. A lot of the time it's like in the in the woods or outside yeah. in like some feral. way. Well, yeah. yeah, feral wood sex is very primal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never, anyways... <laughs> I didn't need to comment on that. <laughs> Sorry, mom. So uh, you're a city girl. It's fine. You wouldn't. There, you wouldn't have many opportunities. Yeah. There's. There's. Yeah. You don't go camping a lot. I don't go. Do I don't go out in the wilderness. You gotta do it in the cemetery. I. Well. Well. Yeah. I'll figure it's it most out. Most woods. But there's a lot of. <laughs> oh, anyway, here. So this leads to number four. It's called I Got Adrenaline, but like think of the sweat, because uh, she runs and runs and runs. Yeah. Which I don't think is sexy. I'm just still not like I don't like I don't want to be chased. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to work up a sweat being chased. Well, I, I would love a the, like oh you're primal, gonna get me in the bedroom. The primalness, no, like then it comes. Then you get the funk, like the that sweat funk, and, and that's kind of I think part of the primalness is like we smell like we don't know what baths are. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Did I ever tell you about how I got how I got scarred one time about? sweat in general when it comes to to lovemaking. Because <laughs> this reminds me of it. So one time I was having sex with a guy for the first time. Not me? That it, not you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we had sex once and never again because of this. Oh my God. Because we were having sex and he was on top and I watched oh a my God, bead I of know sweat go down and then hover at the tip of his nose. He just had a drop of sweat no. and it did this. And, and this no. and then it fell right in between my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I ne- and he like sweating so much and ever oh. since then I haven't been able to like if there's too much sweat going on I can't Poor guy was putting in a lot of effort. He was doing a lot. He was working real hard but it was just that it was just that Did he have dead eyes too? A little bit. That's also why I didn't have for the people at home. It didn't work for me. He has decided to do dead eyes. Oh God! I he was yeah. very nice. He cooked me dinner. It was it was we had a lovely conversation. Before, after, but then, was he sweating into the dinner? No, before and then we had sex in his apartment. It was it was not 
it was bad. Anyway, go on with what you were I saying. I kind of want to guess who it is. I'm going to dissociate over later. here for a second. We're going to guess it. later. Keep doing what you're um, doing. So he, uh, basically they do this whole primal scene. I'm not going to go super into it. Um, but she's not blindfolded that time. Hey. And, then, and also in the dirty talk, he says, just to like hit another kink off our list. Well, not uh, just... Yep, and go for sure. it. Sure. And he says, oh, do you want me to breed you? And I was like, oh, we've got a breeding and a primal king. Wow. Okay. And she's like, absolutely. Him. And he... Good for that. Okay. Find your person. Find your find your, find kink. your person. No kink shaming on Christmas. And yep. so and they just have a ton of sex with nails running up and down the sides. Cool. Cool. So it's been a month. Hazel's walking around and she's like, la la la, I have a boyfriend. And she senses someone is following her. And it turns out to be the detective from the flower shop. Oh. And he comes up behind her and he grabs her. And she's walking in kind of like a residential area. So he kind of like grabs her arm and pulls her into like kind of an alcove of an apartment building. But it's like not where the door would be. Like, yeah, it's just it's residential. Do we have a um, name for the detective? We are going to get one. Sorry. Soon when I find it in my notes. <laughs> um, it's later that. Oh, Detective Hartman. It's Detective Hartman. Hartman. So we'll call him Hartman for now. Phil. Or Detective. That's Phil. Exactly it's Phil. <laughs> no. Aw. Um, and she, he's like, I was a cop. She's like, aren't you a cop? Like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I was until your boyfriend like got me fired. And she's like, <gasps> he's like, you lied to me. I've seen pictures of you with this guy. And she's like, Ooh. he's not, I don't know what you're talking about. He's my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, let go. And he's like, no. And then all of a sudden, a German shepherd on a leash lunges at the guy and the owner is like, huh? And the, or the owner of the dog is like, I said, let go. And it turns out it's Virgil who is the friend, Ren's friend, who was following her because who else would be following her? Right. He was the core... It, Akron's the a crime, small... Crime reporter, right? Yes. Virgil was the crime reporter. Yes. I love that you're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop runs away and the guy is like, I'm Ren's friend, remember me? And Virgil walks her home and he's texted Ren and Ren is immediately at the house. So does Ren have... Have they just all decided that they're going to like take shifts following her? I think it was like a. I it's it is reads, it like a your mind protective thing, or are they just all really creepy? I'm gonna say both. Okay, well, I what think. What if Ren just had an appointment and he was like, "Hey, Virgil, I'm supposed can to." Can you take my shift? I'm, yeah, I have I'm a meet. I have a board like, meeting. I'm supposed to follow my girl around. I have a stakeholder yeah, meeting. Yeah. I can't get out of it. Yeah, um, like but from it, three to five. It reads like an actual happenstance, though. Okay, but I honestly think like, oh, he must have been following her. There's no way. Akron is not. That small of a town, maybe? Never been. I don't even remember. And I was I born. think every town in Ohio it's is a about small the same town. time. Yeah. About the same size. We have some from Ohio. They could tell us, actually. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> is, is Akron small? It's smaller, but it's still a city. Got it. Okay, okay. so Virgil was definitely following her. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Will. Mm-hmm. Love you. Ren gets home. He's like, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I led this detective to you. And he's like... Here's another great quote. Babe, I'm a serial killer. People are always looking for me. Also, did he touch you? Babe, I'm a celebrity. People are always going to come after me. Uh, Sorry, I wasn't wasn't done. I wasn't done with the quote. Did he touch you? I'll make a necklace out of his fingers for you. Hot. And she's like, I'm okay. I'm good. (laughs) And he's like, it's a very touch her and die moment, which I usually love. Keenan. Yep. Would you make a necklace out of a man's fingers if he touched me? No, I think, I think, I think, I think teeth would look better on you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> would you make... You're, make it out of a man's get you a man teeth. who can do both, you know? Yeah. You're the husband of the pod, so that means like we're married too. So would you make a necklace out of a man's teeth for me as well? I would make you ear earrings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's 
funny. That's I was really just thinking yes. yours might be cool. Yeah. Aw, husband of the pod, Keenan Camp, everybody. That was Tooth, so great. Teeth, necklace, and ear earrings. Thank you. Thank Leave you. those fingers alone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I know what I'm getting this year. So... He Hartman keeps following her. She sees him as uh, she heads to Ren's house, and um, they all. She goes into Ren's house, and all the killers are there because they're like, "What are we gonna do about this detective?" No. <laughs> and they're all like, "Maybe I should kill him. Maybe I should kill him." And Hazel's like, "I'm just going past that." <laughs> Hazel's like, "What if another cop does it? What if we like make a make a situation in which like somebody, you know, he tries to, he's all crazy and he attacks me and blah blah blah." And they're like, "This could be crazy enough to work." Mm. And Ren's like, "I don't like it." And everyone's like, "Shut up, Ren." And basically, uh, then they all leave, and Ren talks about what types of killers are his friends are. And um, I wrote this down. One of them is from a, a family of cannibals. Great. Is so, that Jed, I'm assuming? I think, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Virgil only kills people that remind him of somebody. Um, I think the other, who was the third one? The other Cass. one said? Cass, Cass, like, doesn't kill a lot of people. And when he does, it's scary. And I, that's what he said. So there you go. I had a okay. cannibal okay. thing for you. Uh, that night, she goes to the bad part of town. Of Akron, which is probably super nice. And she starts walking around and she gets stopped by a hitchhiker with a backpack and stubble asking for directions to the local, uh, like, university. And let me guess, because she's so smart, she makes such good decisions so far, she does not pick up the hitchhiker. No, she's walking. Oh, she's okay. Walking. They're, like, kind of by the bus terminal. Got it. So she just meets a hitchhiker. She meets a hitchhiker. She's like, hey, it's over there. And he's like, thanks, lady. And then walks away. Uh-huh. She ends up walking to a warehouse and a detective corners her or the detective corners her and she's like great now's the time I know Jed and Virgil are like around the corner I'm gonna call the police and he's like the the detective's like yeah do it the police come and they're like okay we're gonna arrest this girl and it's all like wait what's going on turns out the detective did not lose his job it was all a sting operation to (gasps) get Ren oh And wait, and they arrest her for like helping, trying to help him. They're about to arrest her for aiding and abetting a criminal when all of a sudden she sees in this dark warehouse something behind the cops and she starts (gasps) getting real scared because and turned on the guy and so not turned on the guy with the backpack. Oh, comes out of the shadows with leather gloves and metal claws. Yeah. Oh. We got a we got a hobo Freddy. We got a hobo Freddy, and uh, she's like, "Oh, this guy must know Ren. He's another serial killer." Right. Which this I is just this is just normal for her at this point. Very she's like, presumptuous. Yeah, of course. Um, and so basically, this guy like kills these people in yep. front of her, and she's like, "Great, so you must know Ren." And he's like, "Who?" And she's like, "Oh, this is a bad. This is bad." And he again. I thought cups. you all knew each other. I'm I so thought, sorry. Sorry to presume. <laughs> and he cups her chin. So much Why? chin cupping. And then he goes, "You must belong to someone else." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know if he had an accent, but I think he did." Yeah, that feels um, right. That feels right. And then Ren just shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, "I'm here." And he looks at the stranger, and there's kind of like a like a flinch. And he's like, I left the detective alive. Like, now he thinks I'm the serial killer. Like, don't worry, I won't be in town for long. And he, like, leaves. And she's like, who was that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, hmm. Huh. So then a few weeks later, (laughs) they are officially moved in together. 
Wait. <laughs> did I miss something? No. Oh, okay. No, you did not miss anything. All right, I'm sorry. It's a natural progression of I feel like I'm asking a lot of questions, and I don't mean to. I, I wish just... I had the answer for I'm you, sorry. I don't. Okay. But basically, they have move-in sex, which I got really lazy with that name. I just call it move-in sex, because don't we all have move-in sex? I wouldn't know, but I You're just figured... Moving in. <laughs> moving in. I was waiting for the third one. So they have sex, they're laying in bed, and she goes, who was that guy? And he goes, it's just an old friend. You don't have to worry about it. And she's like, well, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that it? And that's brutal. <laughs> okay, so... That's great. Can I just say, can I just say? Freddy versus Jason. There are two Freddy versus Jason movies. So yeah. they basically just said it. I was like, ooh, that's Freddy versus Jason. They're going to fight over a girl now. Can I just say, I, I did really want to do Butcher and Blackbird, which I would have been like squealing about the whole time because it's such a good movie. Or a movie. It should be a movie. But um, this just had like all the elements that I thought you would really appreciate. Oh, I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that, was, that was fun. And I'm, I was surprised it was... Uh, uh, Kindle. It sounds like it might have been maybe. Did it ever? Did it start out as fan fiction and then they got it published or? or I, I don't know, but like the the name Ren is. There's so I can't overstate People how were much named Adam Ren Driver, Kylo Ren fan fiction no there one is. Has ever been named Ren They're, other than Ren and Stimpy, and that is <laughs> which was and in the nineties. Star Wars nineties babies. Ren, Ren and Stimpy. There you go. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna at intermission Google because I'm really curious because I feel like there's no way. And it's also a thing in, we're getting way She out. also has like blonde <laughs> hair. She's never described until later. The way on. that Daisy, she's, she doesn't look like Daisy. No, really. she doesn't look, she's like, All has right. blonde her hair. She's hazel. Like, well, that doesn't mean her hair has to be hazel. Sure. That's very, <laughs> very precise. Yeah, if she's supposed to be the final girl. You ever met a blonde girl named Hazel? Now you have in Brutal by AJ no. Merlin. <laughs> there you go. Um, can I get some final thoughts on that book? Yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And I feel like um, I actually might have ran across the covers of these on TikTok at some point. I think somebody was Is it like a it. half thing and it's like a mask and then a, a naked it guy? It like somebody like a standing with a machete. And... Yeah, but he's like shirtless. Maybe. Yeah, he has like tattoos. No. Honestly, this is like quite a few covers of Kindle Unlimited. Okay. So yeah, this, this is a whole anyway. genre. Um, no, I, I thought it was great. And I kind of had, I mean, my first... Right when you said it was, we were starting out as in a camp. I was like, okay, cool, great, uh, and because I'm a big, yeah, I'm a big fan of the summer camp slasher uh, vibe, and a big fan of Friday the Thirteenth. So, so, but what, which was better, Friday the Thirteenth or this story? This was better than some of the Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take. Was it better than Jason X, the one where they're in space? Never. No, never. No, Sean? Jason X. Jason X is incredible. Jason, Jason X is, X is an amazing movie. No one should watch that movie. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, just so people know, we did a bunch of us watched that together, and it's it was it's amazing. You know what it, it is? Knows, it knows what it is. It knows what it is. That's just like this it. book. Yeah. Just so, like Brutal. Yeah, I, I liked this. I, again, it made me, I got really mad, though, when I found out that he was a CEO. <laughs> did, that, did that knock it down a few raccoons and it trash cans for you? It just made me go, ugh, You know, fine. people of all natures. I feel like be. that's really the best way to be a serial killer, is, though, is you have to be really rich. 
Yeah, I that was it was fine. It just it's more my uh, socioeconomic distaste. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Jess, do you have any final thoughts on Brutal? I honestly, this is probably the first story that you've told me where I didn't object to every single name of everybody. So Hazel is a pretty normal Hazel's name. Hazel's a normal name. So is Virgil. Virgil is fine. Yeah, I Virgil, guess. Virgil, Cass, Jed, and Sloan. And I also appreciated the number of kinks that we got in there. We had a lot, a lot of kinks that. in there. Yeah, I tried yeah. to really run the gambit. And for waffles. Y'all. And waffles. Kinks and waffles. Eating waffles like blueies. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> and with that, I think um, intermission. Yeah, you guys ready for an intermission? Yeah. It- also, as we were talking, I just want to say, yes. so I called, so my mom is here, I don't know if you know. Yes. <laughs> she's so annoyed, you keep calling her out. But I, I did have to say this, I called my dad today because I said, hey, I know you're not coming, I didn't want you to feel left out. Uh, and he goes, okay, can you can you like mention me in the podcast? Aww. So I said, <laughs> so I said, okay. And I said I would plug uh, Jack Brugen's book, Secrets of the Trading Pros. Uh, Yo, it, it is a riveting psychodrama <laughs> about the secrets of of uh, trading uh, stocks. stocks in like the '90s Chicago. Yeah. I read it. I still don't really. It's know It's like American about. Psycho. It's just like American Psycho. There is a cameo by like 12-year-old Emily in there talking about Claire's and their stocks. Real story. Real in character. So uh, that's for you, uh, Hawk of James. That's for you. But this isn't about him. This Round of applause. No. Round of applause for murder. 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 There we go. Okay. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into the fan fiction. The thick of it all. So... Um, when we chose this topic, Emily was like, but you can't do an easy one. Because uh, there, <laughs> there, there are a lot of shows and movies that are about serial killers. I honestly was like, you're going to go straight to Hannibal. There's the Hannibals, there's the Dexters, there's every slasher ever made. There's a lot of fandoms that involve murder and uh, being which involved we with murderers. Which we love, but I was like, okay, Emily, I won't do an easy one. Um, but I did find a tag called Alternate Universe Serial Killer. Yeah. Which is specifically for fandoms that do not typically have a main plot point about a serial killer, not the Dexters, not the Hannibals, but they're like, what if maybe one of these characters was a serial killer? Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for real, for real. Out of all of them? Yeah, I bet Well, you. so Supernatural, obviously, uh, almost always takes the top prize for most of these. Um, but they're the top the top serial killer AU mm-hmm. contender. And then the second highest is video blogging RPF fix. Oh. RPF is real person fiction. So video blog, as in like so YouTube like, like, YouTubers. Like, um, what's his face? Shipping YouTubers. Cutie pie? Like cootie pie? I don't know who any of these people are because are I'm not. Stroke? What are you I, I, <laughs> I'm not young enough, but it's... Pootie pie, pootie pie. Okay. Don't know what that is. Joe? Do you know Wilbur Suit, <laughs> Technoblad, Tommy Innit, and Phil Watson were the main Very ones. Uh, yeah. Do you two know? They're part of the Dream SMP. They're part of the, the Dream, dream SMP. It's a Minecraft thing. A Minecraft. Minecraft. That, that the kids are in. And that's... Oh, Minecraft <laughs> is a game? That's a game. Minecraft is a video game. Is that the one where it's a box? box? Yeah, yeah, it's a Good box. Job. And I think you could have, like, open worlds. You can have open worlds. people started, ha- like, making stories in them. Stories. Oh, like, it. making, like, their own, like... You, Did like, they mine universe. stories? In oh my mind. God. Okay. Right. Well, anyway. anyway, there are 92, 92 fan fictions imagining these YouTubers are Jesus. serial killers wow. with each other in various 
ways. But um, there are a lot of, there's a lot of dark shit on the internet, obviously. The zero killer AU tag is no exception. And it was a lot of wading through things and going, this might be too much for people. <laughs> and then reading another one going, this is less less of too much for people, but I think it still might be too much for people. Mm -hmm. And then I found one, and then just like you, I nixed it over the weekend and found a different one and read it because it just... It just took me away, you guys. It just transported me to another world. I wish you guys could see the amount of shit that we read for just, like, that we don't talk about on this, like, for this podcast that we don't do. For every episode, I read at least four or five I also, but, stories. And I read at least four or five books, and yeah. it's exhausting. It's a lot. It's a and lot. I am so messed up now because of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't stop. I would have it no other way. Okay, so this is the one that I thought was going to be the most fun. Uh, even though it may not have as much sex as Emily's, which I think is what usually happens anyway. <laughs> um, so mine is called, can I get a little, a little drum roll, please? <laughs> mine is called, Mac Killed an Old Lady. Yeah. <laughs> as many of you may have guessed, it's from the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fandom. <laughs> great, great. It's by a wonderful writer called Wolfie Writing, and it was published January of 2020, right before they realized things was going to get weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a little bit about the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fandom. It's actually relatively small. There's not a ton of fan fiction. There's 3,000-ish. Um, 2,000 of those pair Mac and Dennis together. <laughs> and half of them are just vulgar, explicit smut of Mac and Dennis fucking Are each the other. other big half like Charlie and Dee? Um, no, the other ones are just generally them being shitheads together. Okay. Like anything that has a pairing seems to be Mac and Dennis. Got it. Because they're roommates. Mac has that whole thing for a while where like he, we know that, we know that he's gay, but he hasn't come out in the show yet. And so there's a lot of fix of Mac like exploring his sexuality mm -hmm. and Dennis is also there in the corner <laughs> realizing some things about himself. Who has who has seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Show of hands. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. About a little over half. A little over half. I think they just finished their 16th season, I believe. Or 17? 16 or 17. They are now the longest running live action sitcom in Shit. history. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a clap for that. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, and so I it, the show is 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 pretty fucked up. It's about fucked up people doing fucked up things. Uh, they are all narcissists and they are all awful. And that is just table stakes. And I need you all to come along with me on this journey <laughs> with an understanding that this is a story about bad people and also they kill people. Okay, okay. Um, I'm on board. Yeah. So to just I'm gonna have you explain the characters and just like kind of the, 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 the themes in general. But before we get to that, some quick trigger warnings <laughs> for murder. Um, sorry, it's murder. Murder. Um, for, uh, a canon, a thing that happens in canon. I can't stress this enough in canon. Uh, Dennis has sex when he's 14 years old with a school librarian who looks like Rick Moranis. <laughs> and and it's funny in the show. And it's funny in the show, funny because show. his whole thing is like, well, we were lovers. 
and it was completely consensual and it was fine. And everyone else is like, that's really fucked up, man. And also she looks like Rick Moranis. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. We were lovers and it was wonderful. So that comes up. So trigger warning for that. Um, and just trigger warning in general for Dennis being a maladjusted man who <laughs> gets triggered in this story and responds badly to it. Keenan, can you yes. give the, the dear people who haven't seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia a rundown? Yes, The important characters yes, are Mac and Dennis, right. but a little bit about the others yes. would be So cool. it's got Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is the um, uh, stepfather-ish of uh, Dennis and Dee. Uh, Dennis and Dee grew up very rich and wealthy, and so they're both um, completely fucked up. Um, uh, Charlie... And Mac grew up together. They are they are good childhood buddies. Um, uh, they both have very fucked up family lives. Um, um, and but it's all funny. But it's all funny. It's all funny. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> they're just um, terrible people, and we laugh. at They're them. just terrible people. They do horrible things, but uh, and nothing works out for them, which is why it's palatable. Right. Um, because if they were these horrible people and everything worked out, it would not be as fun, no, and, it and be. we would all be messed up as a nation if we allowed that show to go on as long as this has. Yeah, so far. Um, I and, promise it's lasted this long. For and it all takes place in Philadelphia. Yeah, which is a beautiful, the, the birthplace of a nation. It's a city. Yep. Tell me about like the character of Mac and the character of Dennis, though. Uh, the character of Mac. Mac is very Mac is very intense and um, hides a lot of. This um, is exactly the right shoulder. Yeah, he does this a lot. a lot of shimmying and a lot of like air fighting, um, yeah. and hides a lot of his insecurity behind this very like broish machismo like mask. Mm-hmm. Dennis is like a serial killer. Dennis is the most like he needs his tools. Dennis has a problem with most everyone but particularly women. Uh, Dennis can cannot uh, understand any... I don't think Dennis understands human beings, but I think women are even more outside of his realm of understanding, but he believes that he understands them. He's very Which, intense. Yeah. Yeah, he's very... He's an Andrew Tate kind of listening listen uh, a little uh, bit. Actually, of, uh, isn't he more like the guy that the Making a Murderer is based off of? Because... Mm, I don't think, think very so. like you know what I'm talking well, about. There's an episode in which yes, yes, but like that's kind of a hint. So Dennis being a serial killer is something that the characters joke about throughout the entire series. It is never actually fully confirmed, but it is heavily hinted at throughout. And it's also something that his friends just make fun of him for because they're like, "Oh, you're a piece of shit, and you don't understand how humans work." So clearly, you have bodies buried in your backyard. Yes. Um, I mean, one of the best clips is when he's yelling at his sister D, <laughs> saying that he'll he'll make her into a skin box. Well, she says, "Are you gonna make a Are you gonna make a suitcase out of out of my skin? Think of the smell. Think of the smell, you bitch. You think bitch. of the smell. I wouldn't do that. Think of the smell. Um, it's just so fucking funny. It's great. Um, so yes, so the really upsetting for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other th- important thing to know about Mac is he goes on a huge journey throughout the show, where it's it's similar to the Dennis serial killer thing, where it's hinted for a long, long time that he is gay, and then finally in season. 12 like he comes out yeah. and it's a very honestly beautiful episode <laughs> it's really lovely and good and um yeah so those are the important facts to just kind of know the other important thing to know is that um the the fic that i read is laid out 
in the format of an It's Always Sunny episode. So there is an entire side plot going on that while I'm telling you this with uh, Dee and Charlie and Frank that we're just not going to talk about because I didn't have time. But like, just imagine that there are shenanigans going on in the background the whole time. Anything else that you wanted to tell the people about this no, fandom? No, I think that's great. I want to hear some fucked up shit. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. It starts with uh, a police officer at their bar, Patty's Pub, which is where they all hang out all the time. And the police officer says, excuse me, I'm looking for Ronald McDonald. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Mac's real name. That was his name. Which is Mac's actual name. Which is Mac's actual name. And the whole gang is there, and uh, Mac's like, me? And they all are (laughs) very confused. And the officer basically explains, like, uh, Mr. Mr. McDonald, we need you to come down to the station to uh, answer a few questions about the, uh, the murder of a Mrs. Uh, Klinsky, who I understand was your school librarian. Oh. <laughs> and everybody, everybody kind of looks at each other, but no one looks quite as hard as Dennis, who looks at Mac very intensely as Dennis does, and then goes up to Mac and grabs his face. Cups his chin. Cut, no, <laughs> no. Grabs his face. Serial killers love cupping faces and Yeah, chin. grabs his face and says, all right, Mac, it's going to be okay. We're going to get you out of this. Don't say anything to the cops. Just invoke your right to remain silent and to get an attorney, and it'll be fine. And then he kisses Mac hard on the lips. Got yes. It. Cool. Great. Starting out with a bang. And Mac is like, "What?" And D- and Dennis goes, "We don't have time." And then pushes him away. <laughs> and, and watchers of the show will be very familiar with this camera angle of uh, the front door looking in on everyone at the bar with Dennis in the foreground. And D and uh, D says, "What was that? Aren't aren't you straight?" And Dennis goes, "Yeah, but like." He killed my former lover. How straight do you need to be to find that hot? <laughs> and then that's when we get the title card, Matt killed an old lady, and we get... And so then we cut to Mac in the police station. And Mac is not doing what Dennis told him to do. He is talking to the police. <laughs> and he's saying, I, I, didn't, I didn't kill her. And he goes, she was like super old. Like, how do you know she didn't just die because she was old? And the police officer goes, <laughs> the police officer goes, well, she died because she was in an incinerator. So I think. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, yeah do like, it. I think have fallen in, a la the witch in uh, Hansel and Wardrobe. Yeah, she just happened. To she could have fallen. Allegedly, have fallen. allegedly, they're Maybe. children. Who would ever? Maybe this old lady found an incinerator somehow. Yeah, I don't. She know. was trying to clean it. it. Happens, old ladies clean stuff. We just saw Nightmare on Elm Street. They have an incinerator in their basement. Um, that is the boy, the broiler where they burn. Which is a, a small incinerator, if you think. Okay. Okay. Am I, right? I didn't. I, I will confess the story did not get deep into the details of the incinerator. That's we're gonna, fair. We're we gonna get deep. I, I apologize, everyone. I'm so Keenan sorry. and I will get deep. <laughs> so yeah, she was shoved into an incinerator and burned alive. So the cops are like, we think that there was foul, foul play uh, involved here, and they had found a note that Mac had written right after the gang had found out about the um, 
the situation with Dennis and the librarian who is Mrs. McClinsky, who's the lady that died. And it says, uh, I know about what happened with you and Dennis. You're going to burn in hell for this. Yes. No notes. Yes. Very suspicious. Very suspicious. Um, Because as a reminder, the gang all are like, when they found out about this, the gang all are like, hey man, that's, that's kind of fucked up and are disturbed by it. And it is only Dennis that is like, I must shove this knowledge down. No, she was my lover. It's fine. We're fine. Nothing traumatic happened. Question. I did not see this episode. Yeah. Do we see a photo of her? She looks like Rick Moranis. I just want to see, Rick is it a photo of Rick Moranis? <laughs> or? I don't think we actually see a photo of her. We just get other characters that to went to school with them going, oh yeah, the librarian that looks like Rick Moranis? Yeah, <laughs> got it. Her. Yeah. So we're all on board. Understood. We're all on board. Um, and so they're making fun of him for that, but they're also like, they're doing the It's Always Sunny thing where they're making fun of him, but they're also like a little concerned. And especially D is a little bit like, um... No. Uh, So, you know, Mac explains to the officer, you know, what happened and that he thought it was fucked up and he got really drunk one night and he was in his feels about Dennis as he tends to be. And he sent this letter, but he knows it was a mistake and he definitely didn't kill her. Uh, And the officer is like, well, you know, those are really strong feelings. Are you sure you didn't kill her? And Mac goes, well, I don't, and he's like thinking in his head, like, I wish Dennis were here. He's so smart and he would know what to do. And then he goes, Dennis did tell me what to do. (laughs) I am invoking my right to remain silent and to get an attorney. And he says that and the cops are like, you can go. I don't, I I don't know. So, (laughs) so he leaves and then we, we cut back to the bar where everyone is still dealing with the fact that Dennis just kissed Mac. Uh, And Dee's like, so you're in love with Mac now because he killed someone for you. And Dennis says, I'm not saying I was in love. I'm saying what he did was incredibly hot and romantic. (laughs) I get that. one. And it made me see him in a new light. And maybe I followed him for a little, like a little bit, but I hope he doesn't kill any of my other lovers in a jealous rage. Cause that would be wrong. Horrible. That would be horrible. Mm. And he's like smiling a little bit to him. It's like, that would be really bad. If he had longer hair, he'd be like, that, was, oh. that would be really awful. Would, would, like, you all, would you all find that to be attractive if somebody started just knocking off your old... Oh, depends like, on who, because I, you know, some of them I'm friends with, some of them I'm not. A <laughs> 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 little bit? There's a... See how, it, see how it works. Yeah, allegedly. If you're, yeah, if your new, if your new boyfriend started killing He's, the ones that you're not friends with anymore. We are, this is not. <laughs> we're not. You know what, yeah. Femme's Reading Filth does not endorse murder in any way. Keenan. Yeah, Keenan. Um, unless it's for love. Unless it's for, <laughs> unless it's for revenge or justice, as we've talked about earlier in this episode. Yes. Mostly justice. Justice first, then revenge. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so D once again says, uh, cause Dennis is like, well, she was my lover. And Dee's like, no, she wasn't. She was our librarian and you were 14 and it was really fucked up. And Dennis goes, you don't understand. And then leaves. And then he goes to pick Mac up from the police station, uh, and takes him back home because they're roommates, which is also, I think, why there are so many fanfics yeah. of them getting together. Only, only one. It's bet. an easy pairing. Very yeah. easy pairing. You're but in the also, same room. they have a very like pinky in the brain type relationship. One hundred percent. Where 
thought of that until you just said it. I thought of it while I was reading this fic, and I'm it became floored. very apparent to me where Dennis is the brain and is kind of the yeah, one no shit. leading the operation, and Mac is like, yeah. Dennis, you're so smart. I don't understand things. This is great. Uh, <laughs> do you think every... Uh, nah. I was going to say, do you think every relationship is like a pinky in the brain? Like, what's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> pinky is pinky and... Brain, 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 brain. You know, pinky sounds like Keenan. <laughs> it's Keenan. Keenan, I want to know your thoughts about this. I'm decidedly silent. <laughs> I am also, one of the things you learn when you get married is to keep the peace. I think we have, we have. That's why you got friends that don't. <laughs> and no, I'm definitely the pinky. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am uncomfortably uh, similar to Dennis in several ways. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, but so he he takes Dennis gets Mac home and immediately uh, wants to make out with him because he's still like so just so flattered that um, that Mac would murder someone on his behalf uh, and Mac is like Dennis wait 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 so are you gay and he says no I like women and he says so you're bisexual and he says no only women can be bisexual. <laughs> 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 and Mac said and Mac is thinking about and this is a flashback that I just loved in the fic where Mac is thinking about all the times after he came out where he like tried to convince Dennis to just like go along with it and be with him and like it's just like a quick flashback scene of Mac like trying to like put his arm around Dennis or trying to give Dennis a kiss or like just happening to be like on the couch, <laughs> shirtless, like hi. Intimate, sexy moments. And yeah, and then he goes, he, he goes. You said earlier, like when I tried, that straight guys don't like making out with gay guys. And Dennis says, "Well, you're suddenly hot enough that it doesn't matter. Why are we talking about this?" <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> And Mac uses all of his brain cells and thinks through the day and says, is this because you th you think I I killed uh, Mrs. whatever her name was? And Dennis like is like, whoa, whoa, wait. The cops are probably going to question me. You shouldn't say anything else about how you didn't kill Mrs. Klinsky. <laughs> Wink. <sighs> and Mac is torn because Dennis is making out with him, something that he's always wanted. And um, he's having the best time of his life. And he, if he says, and if he tells the truth and says that he didn't kill on Dennis's behalf, then Dennis might stop making out with him. And so this is a big thing for Mac. And so Mac goes, you're right. I didn't kill Mrs. Klinsky. And then winks. <laughs> and Dennis says, exactly. And then he goes down on Mac. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's like, no. yeah, that's zero yeah, so there's a blowjob. I get. Well, I guess there's no in between. There's no. No, like he just a, gets on his knees and um. Well, because for ladies, mouth. there's like an in between. Well, for guys, a there's, B, there's there's a body. No. There from is a body. C, there's between a between the head and the penis. For I, yeah, well, I yeah, have but, a torso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not just like face and then dick. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't question what you look like in your off time. Okay? There is an area. I, I don't remove this tie and just fall. <laughs> <just> all... 
This is why. This is why I'm still single. I don't know. I, I don't get. It. Maybe pay more attention to the torso, and it'll. She just know. keeps kissing no, necks. Looking. <laughs> I don't want to go further. Get ready. Um, <laughs> and so then the next day, the next day, Dennis has been called into the police station himself, and. Uh, and he like kisses Mac on the cheek when he goes, and the whole gang goes, "Oh God," <laughs> and are just very thrown by this. And Dennis leaves, and Mac immediately is like, "Okay, bye," and then turns and goes, "You guys have to help me. I did not kill Mrs. Klinsky, but Dennis thinks I did, and if I say I didn't, he's gonna stop making out with me." And the whole gang goes, "Okay, sure, you didn't kill her." Wink, and then goes back to their side. <laughs> <laughs> And Max is like, but I... And then we cut to the next scene. <laughs> so now we get cha- chapter two. And I do have... Because um, if y'all have heard the podcast or run our last live show, you know that I can't just let you have a good time. Um, we need angst. And so uh, trigger warning specifically for chapter two for talking about being triggered and having a uh, flashback and talking about dieting. Uh, yeah, you thought I would just let you have a good time? Just, Not on this podcast, you baby. You just thought I would let you laugh and enjoy yourself? Um, but yeah, I know those things are triggering for me, so I wanted to give them their own little uh, moment here. <laughs> are you writing a note Notes? about that? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what did I do? You did nothing. Hold on, one fist in between. Oh, there you go. Ah. Oh, yeah. Can we? Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry, just a little producer note. I'm, Mike. I'm giving it. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. You can, yeah. Mike placement. Uh, really important. Fist, Mike so. placement. Um, so, <laughs> Dennis. Got him. <laughs> Sucker. So Dennis shows up to the police station, and him and Mac had spent the night before, and Dennis had sat down, because he had a system for this, obviously. And he was like, we need to figure out moments in the day where you had an alibi, moments in the day where you had an alibi that I could verify, one where you had an alibi that others could verify, ones where I can give you an alibi with a proper lie, and ones called danger zones where I cannot give you an alibi, because you idiot you went for a run that night what the fuck is wrong with you and Dennis is just thinking like I wish it wouldn't have been as much of a sexy surprise but I wish that Mac had just let me know that he was planning on killing my former lover because I could have helped him with this and I'm just so much better at organization than him and I just don't understand why he didn't clue me in and he's thinking all of this and then the police walk into the room uh, and (laughs) they start to question him and Dennis does not do well with the questioning, despite his handwritten notes that he brought with him to the interrogation room. Very me-coded, something that I would 100% do. Um, and so they, the police start saying, so what was your relationship with Mrs. Klinsky? And he says, well, we were lovers. I was 14 and she was my 55-year-old librarian. <laughs> and the police say, that seems weird. You were very young. And he goes, yes, we were lovers. It was very consensual, and we had a lovely time. And the cop goes, um, does, it, does it bother you that your friends don't seem to agree that it was a fun time? And Dennis goes, yes, it does bother me, because I am a golden god. I am, <laughs> I am in control of everything, and I know exactly what I'm doing, and they should take my word for it. And he goes on this whole tangent and gets upset enough that he has a flashback to the moment and we as the reader understand 
that it is indeed quite fucked up. They don't like go into the ex- detail. Not the detail, but it's all from Dennis's perspective. So he just sees Rick Moranis. He sees Rick Moranis. Yeah. <sighs> just dead eye. Dead eye Rick Moranis with a bead of sweat going down the nose. <laughs> yeah, suck it up. He thrives on your boobs. <laughs> I'm doing my job. (laughs) And so we as the reader get a view into Dennis's brain and all the mental gymnastics that he's doing to convince himself that he is okay with this and that this is fine. And he kind of comes out of the flashback and the police officer is like, oh, you just had a flashback. Do you want like a cold compress or a glass of water? And Dennis is like, I'm not some pussy that gets triggered. Fuck you. And then like tries to leave. Can you can you see when a f- person has a flashback like I think in a funny in a funny uh Like in real life? Context, no. No. You, you would if no. you were if you were sitting I, if you were sitting across a table you're crazy like you're No, I agree with Emily. Did I just have a flashback? I don't like you right now. <laughs> no, but if you are acting like a big old butthead right now. Yeah. I'm gonna if f- I look up into the to the to the sky with dead eyes. That's just you on a Tuesday. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But I would thank him. I would argue that if you're in the middle of a one-on-one conversation with someone about something that you know is probably like touchy for them and they just stop talking for a minute and look into the middle distance and like sweating, you might realize something happened. I would think there's a murderer behind Maybe <laughs> Maybe this was a well-trained police officer. I don't know. Okay. I right. feel like if I, I think had it's it. just funny. I think that's why it's written in there is because you wouldn't know. And I'm sorry if I wanted to ask a question, Keenan. I'm just saying, I think it's just funny. I think you're just being a butthead. I was having a flashback. So Dennis does not, Dennis is triggered by the fact that someone noticed he was triggered. Been there. Um, and, And the police officer goes, I just have one more question for you. And he's like, fine. And the police officer pulls out the letter that Mac wrote. And he says, how does it make you feel that clearly your friends are concerned about you with this? And Dennis is not upset about like the actual thing that happened, which was a fucked up thing. He's upset that Mac took D's side and <laughs> believes that something bad happened to him. And he's mad because Mac should never take D's side. Mac should only ever take Dennis's side. And so that night at their apartment, Dennis is being a dick even more than usual. And Mac is just trying to help and (laughs) being like, we're boyfriends now. Can I make you dinner? (laughs) Can I help in some way? I made macaroni and cheese. I made Mac's famous mac and cheese. Um, And and (laughs) it's okay. You guys are about to learn way too much about me, but I've had these thoughts before where uh, he, Dennis, Dennis, (laughs) this will sound very familiar to you in some specific ways, not in the being shitty to you part, but in some other ways. Okay. Um, Where, because Dennis is so triggered, Mm -hmm. he's like, well, I must control something. And so he's like, he's like, I need to go on a diet. I need to go on a cleanse. I will only eat smoothies for the next week. And Mac is like, but I made food. And you could eat it. And he goes, I don't need food. And Matt goes, well, I would, I would like you even if you did eat food. Like, I think you would be fine. And I would still be attracted to you. And Dennis, the, 
Dennis makes an internal note to never trust anything Mac ever says again, ever. He is only handsome due to his very carefully calibrated choices. <laughs> if he went around accepting unconditional love and admiration, he'd slack off and turn into a total uggo. Oh uh, uh, no notes. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. I mean, that's 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 on point for the character. Yep. Yeah. It, it is. is. That's on point. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And Mac just doesn't. Mac's just trying to help. Mac doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Poor, poor Pinky. He's poor Pinky. Just wants the brain to calm down. <laughs> um, and then. <laughs> isn't, that the pro- isn't that the problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then. <laughs> Uh, Mac is like, I just want you to eat enough so you aren't miserable all the time. And then Dennis goes, well, if you don't want to be miserable all the time, why did you take D's side? Why did you send that letter about me supposedly being like taken advantage of when it was a very consensual relationship with my lover, the librarian. I like that he keeps saying lover. Yes, I he just, keeps insisting that they were lovers. It's funny. I would. Could we bring lover back into like the vernacular? Mm, I'll think about we're it. I'm all doing it. It works in this fic for a reason. It's an audio medium. No one can hear. Everyone in here said yes. <laughs> cut everyone. Lover works cut here boo. specifically because Dennis is such a piece of shit. Please continue, lover. Oh. See? Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Not when Doesn't you work. say it. <laughs> All right, lover. Well, I'm not married to you. That's wrong. It's even worse. I'm going to say it to each and every one of you in the audience at some point in the night, and one of you is going to get a little uh, withered. Them's really <laughs> FRF does not condone what Keenan's actions are. Oh, <laughs> And so uh, they get in an argument as much as these two can get in an argument, which basically is Dennis yelling and Mac going, I understand. I'm sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That that makes sense. I would never take D's side. It's okay. D's a bitch. It's fine. And so he promises not to do it again. And then later, Mac is heading to his bedroom to go to bed because he figures Dennis has been keyed up all day. He probably doesn't want to have sex with me or anything like that. And Dennis goes, where are you going? I'm fine. I'm not traumatized. I'm fully prepared to have sex. Um, And so they do. uh, And Dennis is happy to not think anymore. And Mac is really excited because he finds Dennis's prostate. (laughs) 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 He's like, he's thrilled. He's so excited about it. Dennis teaches him about like how to, how to do it. And it's, it's a lovely time. Um, And Dennis is like still not in a great place, but he's like, this is what I want. I just don't want to think about any of this shit anymore. So um, fuck me, which I understand. I get that. Tickle the prostate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and so, a little tickle, tickle of the, the prostate. Tickle the prostate. Um, <laughs> tickle the prostate. Tickle the prostate. And so, but Mac realizes that uh, <laughs> Mac realizes that he's in a jam uh, because he doesn't want to go to jail, but he keeps he wants to keep having sex with Dennis. And so he decides to once again go to the cops without a lawyer present um, to answer their questions. And he's got one in his friend group. Yeah, but he doesn't. He he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, he does. Birdlaw. <laughs> my, my mom knows. Yeah. Uh, so he like says, "Oh yeah, about a week ago, I went for a jog and then I blacked out and I don't remember what happened. I probably didn't kill him, but maybe I did. I don't remember what happened." And the cops immediately are like. Mother, I don't, motherfucker, I don't know what you're trying to do here. 
And Matt glances around and then goes, can you guys keep a secret? And the cops go, yes, yes, we can. Yes, we can keep the secret. And here, do you want to read this part? I wrote it down. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, read this, this quote in your best Mac. I don't know if I can do Mac, but I'll try. Start, start moving your shoulders. Yeah, no. I didn't, make, I didn't kill Miss Klinsky, but Dennis thinks I did, and he thinks it's super hot. I mean, not because she raped him. It's still in total denial. She's still in total denial about that. But, like, he thinks violence is hot in general. Anyway, I'm worried that if Dennis learns I didn't kill Mrs. Klinsky, he's going to turn straight again and leave me. <laughs> I... Yeah. I was going to say, we've all been there, but we haven't. I also, I was like, I, I feel like, I'm like, I should have done a sweep of that first before I read it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that cold read was pretty good. Thank hey, you. Hey, yeah. I'm just like, because I, I it's like he gets really like caught up and really like talks over yep. his head over and over. I'm just thinking right, like right, fight right, mill. But he's still yeah, told yeah. an eye about yeah. that. Sure. Um, but yeah, he, he confesses to the police officer that he's really trying to like not get arrested, but he also really needs to stay a suspect so that he can keep being with Dennis. And the cop just gets so mad and is like, please, please leave. I, I don't want to hear about your weird sex games, but also I don't know what you said to me that was true and what you said to me that was a lie. And so I need a minute to figure that out and we'll call you. Um, and then Matt gets home and tells Dennis, like, hey, I just want to let you know, I went to the cops without a lawyer present again, but it was for the sake of our relationship, but I can't tell you any more than that. <laughs> and Dennis is really mad at him. Uh, and <laughs> Matt goes, wait, are you this mad because you care about me? Are you this mad because you have feelings for me? And Dennis says, if frustration counts, then yes, I have frustrated feelings for you. But also, in his internal monologue, which we as the reader know, but Mac does not, he is very afraid to lose Mac. Is this a dual POV? No, this is just... Just um, uh, Or, well, it's... Internal, internal-wise. It's, yeah, it, it switches back and forth, but it, it does it very, very quickly. Like, it's yeah. not like there's a chunk that's Mac and a chunk that's Dennis. Okay. It kind of just goes back and forth. Okay. Um, basically, like, each scene transition is a different perspective. Yes. Um, so this one is definitely from Dennis's, okay. where he's like, I'm very frustrated with you, but in the back of his head, he's like, Mac is the only one that still knows that I'm a golden god. <laughs> Mac is Mac is the only one that appreciates me for how awesome I am and like somehow makes life a little bit better and I don't feel weak for relying on him to do that and like that's that's fine because I'm awesome and I should never feel weak but Mac does that for me and uh, <laughs> and Mac like makes me feel like like all of his kindness is a tribute to my awesomeness and I really like that and also the sex is really good so I can't lose him. It's just like weird because I've never seen myself in both characters. Before. Uh, so I'm just having like a hard time with. I this know one. it's very relatable. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, and Dennis once again says, why didn't you bring a lawyer with you? And Matt goes, I'm telling you, I was trying to protect our relationship. And Dennis says, have you, uh, I've got to, have you understood nothing? We don't protect each other and depend on each other. I protect you and you depend on me. I keep you safe and you let me make the decisions. That's how this works. And eating dinner isn't what I need right now. And he stands up and goes, and don't talk me, to me for another 20 minutes. And Max says, what's in 20 minutes? Sex. 
<laughs> we still get sex? Of course we get sex. What, you're going to piss me off and then not fuck me until I feel better? What kind of shitty boyfriend are you? <laughs> That's cute. That's so relatable. And so Dennis, you know, they fuck and it's great. But Dennis decides, like, okay, Matt, I gotta save, I gotta save this situation because Mac is clearly out of his death. So he shows up to the police station. These poor cops, and I never thought I would say that, but he shows up to the police station. They and work so hard. Ah, they work so hard. And he, De- Dennis has Charlie with him, and Charlie is wearing like an untucked, stained button-up, and is holding a briefcase. Lawyer. Charlie is pretending to be his lawyer. Uh, he is a lawyer. He specialized in bird law. Yes, he's. Spe- Specialized in bird law, and but Dennis before they go in is like, you don't talk. Yeah. So, so it's just Charlie standing there with just a blank, his blank look. Keenan, uh, thank you, thank you. Exactly, exactly like that. You're really uh, good at the blank look. What's uh, the antlers? Do. The really antlers really help. help. Good job. I'm wow. Upset. Wow. I am upset. <laughs> And so Dennis is gesticulating wildly at this and going, my lawyer says that everything that Max said to you is inadmissible in court and you have to throw it out. (laughs) And the police are just over this and they go, you know what? We found the real killer. Mac is no longer, Mr. McDonald is no longer a suspect. Please leave and get the therapy that you need. (laughs) Who is the, do we find out? We do, we do. So the real, it's dark. Are you ready? Always? The real murderer is an entirely other character we haven't met yet. It's uh, it's a another former student that was taken advantage of by this librarian. Got it. Right, revenge. Well, thank you. Shay. Hey, hey. It's them and their daughter oh. who is getting revenge for how shitty their dad was because of what happened to them in high school. So she decides to kill the librarian. A double revenge. A double revenge. For real. That should be reason. that should be a topic we do. In but anyway, show. that doesn't have anything to do with this relationship. No. So we're gonna skip it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so they, Dennis goes home and goes, hey, Mac, you're off the hook. And Mac's immediately like, are you mad at me? Because I didn't, now you know I didn't murder her for you. And Dennis goes, hey, murder's hard. <laughs> and not everyone is organized enough to do it. And um, <laughs> he's making some good points. Yeah. And he goes, but also, we're not going to break up because live in sex is great. And I want that. And um, I'm not going to say any of the other things that I care about you. Um, let's just focus on the sex part. And so then they do it again. <laughs> and then we get to the epilogue. <laughs> so the epilogue. Charlie's Uncle Jack has mysteriously died. <laughs> um, and Charlie, and, uh, he, he committed suicide, but it was not, no one was expecting it. It kind of just happened one day. And Charlie's in the bar and he's like, yeah, he like killed himself. And like, they found all these weird like porno magazines. And like, I think, I think Uncle Jack was like, not a great dude. And Dee goes, you wrote an entire musical about how he used to visit you in the night. And, and Charlie goes, you don't understand the night man cometh at all. It's about a boy becoming a man. And like, storms off. And then Dennis leans over to Mac and goes, now that's how you do it. And Mac goes, what? And he says, 
neat, efficient, no angry letters, no police interrogations, no attempts to force Charlie to talk about or think about what happened to him, just nice, tidy suicide. So do you want to go get dinner later? And Matt goes, are you saying that you killed? No, I'm not saying that. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) And Matt thinks about it with his two brain cells and goes, well, I always figured Dennis was probably a murderer. And the sex is really great. So I guess we can go to hell together. Finn. (laughs) Murder that pussy. Both of our stories, the person who was not the murderer was like, okay, all right. I'll go with it. It's all right. hot. Listen, we like, all like, have flaws, and it is nice to find somebody that can look beyond those and see us for who we really are. Exactly. Yeah. The inside, not the outside. Yeah. Yeah, and not like how you bring someone's insides outside. Outside, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so before we get to um, our game. Okay. Thoughts about that? That I journey that I loved that. Started. I thought that was very adorable. I love a good um that I love a good I love it's always sunny and I think they are one of the most fun things to it's one of the the shows that is most fun to write for, I believe, just because it is like you can you've got so much to work with with the characters and it yeah. is it's great. Um, I I didn't. Nothing made me angry. <laughs> really? Like, so no. Minus one point or no 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 no. no, no. Like yeah. Did I, you want to be angry? I think the only thing that I ups, was upset was that the serial killer was somebody we didn't fucking know. Yeah. And I would have been like, you, you could have made you, that, that could have been killer. one of the the fucking weird uh, family. Could have been the McDoyles. The McCoyles. 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 Or Doyles, Billy Madison. Yeah, they rule. Those ones rule. Yeah, got it. Wonderful. Um, Yeah, I was was thinking it would have been like a McPoyle or would have been somebody out. No, they went went full dark with it. Or it would have been. Actually, Cricket would have totally, I would have loved it if it was Cricket. Or Um, Artemis. Artemis. That would have been a good killer, too. Anybody coming out, I thought that was like, that was the only cop out. The rest I thought was really good. I thought they got, I thought they got the, the, the voices of them quite well. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like. So much of my notes was just direct quotes because I was like, this is just too good to not read out. It was a good structure of a, Mm -hmm. of an episode. Yeah. For that. Um, so yeah, I was I was pleased with that. I didn't have nice. as many jaw dropping moments. I was more just kind of enjoying it as I would a episode of It's Always Sunny where I'm like, <laughs> no, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, fun. So yeah, yes, uh, not as many jaw dropping moments, but I enjoyed it a lot, and I thought it was very cute. Um, especially, I thought I thought they're I I love Mac and Dennis and their will they won't they <laughs> uh, constant vibe. So that was I think that was very adorable. Mac wa- Mac wants nothing more than for Dennis to love, love him Get better yeah. and yeah and, love and be better. Mostly love him, but be better. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and, out of five raccoons, in, raccoons, raccoons in trash cans in trash cans. Mm-hmm. What would you rate each of our stories based on the research that you heard about serial? Sir, oh, that's a that's second drink. We've only had two drinks. I know these were. I like these drinks. Uh, in the world. Um, serial killers. So, this is my thought. I'm going to give. Um, I liked them both. I'm going to give you. Five. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. That was too 
again, you were pointed at me. Yes, That's yes, I pointed at Emily. I'm giving Emily, giving Emily five raccoons because you hit a lot of good points for me. You, and the end where it's like, oh, it's Freddy. Oh, that oh, it's, it's Hobo Freddy at the end. Um, <laughs> that was like, I was like, oh, that's an extra uh, thing. Which, but, and I'm only going you... down on. I'm only going down in raccoons. Thank uh, you. On raccoons. Uh-huh. Um, with you, you uh, just same, because I because we didn't. The serial killer like wasn't the love interest, and that's what I was hoping for. And then the serial killer we wasn't wasn't somebody that I wanted. The I serial still... killer was the love interest. Dennis Dennis was, was a killer. Was but not for that man. Not he didn't kill. We didn't hear more. about his yeah. kill. <laughs> we didn't hear about his kill. We wanted more details that's... about him taking a life. Right. right yes. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I would say only. Um, <laughs> And we had some more. We had some more fucking in the first story, and we had some more killing in the first story. So while I did like this, your story, the the uh, it's always sunny story, is one that I would gladly share with um, relatives. Really? Um, I think the other one is one that I would gladly more share with friends. Uh, You know, does that get a vibe? Does that make sense? Like, like this is a little more safe. Like this one's a little more like, well, we're. Yeah. I thought that for sure mine because it talks about pedophilia and stuff like that. And with... I'm a big fan of that. Well, you said it share it with your family. Oh no, my family's cool. <laughs> no, my family. Like, I am. I, I, I think it's just more their relationship. Their relationship was cuter and less problematic, I guess, than like Dude, I Mac know and your Dennis's relationship was cuter and. Yeah, less problematic than I would say than your uh, Emily York. I don't pairing. understand what you're talking about. Hazel and <laughs> Kylo Ren, Crystal Lake. So were... yeah, I'm gonna give three and a half. Okay. Uh, to uh, Always Sunny, just only because we didn't. Thanks, Sean. We didn't have as much fucking and as much killing, <laughs> and we didn't. And the serial serial killer wasn't in that main one of those uh, the shipping area placements. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so five for me, three and a half for Jess. Thank you yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those were our stories. Uh, are you guys, do you guys want to stay for a quick game? Yeah. yeah. Amazing, because we're going to make you stay anyways. Um, okay, so we are going to play uh, Would You Rather. So, um, and this is Would You Rather, like, fuck, fuck. or date? Both. Okay, all around. Be in a be in around. a be in a relationship type thing where you have to have sex and spend some time yeah. with this person. Not Long a sexless marriage. Term. Oh, let's go at least a year. Hannibal Lecter is the one I pulled. Yeah. Oh, I'm pulling another one. Yeah. Oh, we're um, all playing. I love this. Oh, mm, wait, wait, wait. Oh, give oh, it a second. I, have you ever I played with your brother? Decide whether I wanted to just fuck him or be. No, no, no. no you're comparing. Or Michael Myers from Halloween. Which oh, one would you Hannibal rather? Lecter. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's got a job. He knows how to cook. Um, <laughs> he's a little classier. Michael Myers does not talk. We have no conversation. I love that. I love that. Um, love that. It's just like he's tall. Love it. Yeah, but no, there's nothing there. Can I specify the Mads Mikkelsen version of Hannibal Lecter? Oh, then yeah, I'll go, I'll of go Hannibal. Yeah, that's the only one. Of, that's I, the one I pick. Not fucking Sir he's Anthony just, he's Hopkins. Got, he's got a good cheekbone. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, we'll go Mads. Yeah. We'll go Mads. I think Mads. Okay, next one. Jason from Friday the 13th or... <laughs> the Saw Puppet. 
<laughs> this is just bad all around. I'm gonna say it. Well, Jason's yeah. again taller, but the saw I'm, puppet I'm has gonna, that tricycle. But I'm gonna have to go. With, I'm gonna have to go with Jason just simply because it, it has uh, working orifices. Then I, I, I thought you were gonna say he's like a working man. No, no, no. I just he's like blue collar. I don't know. I don't know how anatomically correct the puppet is. And for for I know, this, for I know this the game. mouth is just a square. Can that I get opens. a show of hands if anyone would fuck the puppet? Jake. Jake. Thanks, Jake. Right. Good for you, Jake. Thank you for your Give me one more. Give me one. Give me one. Give me one more. Yeah. I want one more. Well, no, we're going to keep going. We're going oh, okay. to do at least four. A bunch. Four of these. Yeah. Leprechaun. Or Norman Bates from Psycho. Norman Bates. Oh, mommy oh. issues or money issues? I can work with mommy uh, issues. I can't do leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going. We Norman. can find a way. I'm going Norman Bates. The leprechaun has gold. He can buy you anything. But Norman Bates is, has that like. Uh, he like, has a house. Yeah, creepy he's got smile. That skinny indie rock kid energy. <laughs> that like, sort of type. All right, I can yeah throw a cardigan on him, give him some of my glasses. He cleans yeah. up nice. Cleans up nice. Yeah. Oh. Other than the mom in the attic. But his mother will always come first. Two more. Uh, okay, the Babadook. Oh. <laughs> Gay icon. Oh, ooh, Candyman. Oh, I'm fucking Candyman. Yeah, I am too. I don't like bugs. Candyman has like, Candyman is suave though. Candyman is also like a, uh, a misunderstood, like there. he's got, there's some, he's got some past that should not have turned him into Candyman. But the Babadook has a top hat. And he's suave. Doesn't he have like claws? Or I've something? actually never seen it, so I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty good. It's I don't good. know if the claws this would work. But no, yeah, Candyman is just sexy. Just it's Candyman is not a cape. You're right. Yeah. cape over top hat. Keenan, do you yeah. want to pick one? Shit. Other than the um, the claw, the yeah. book hand. That, okay. No, actually, no. I'm gonna go Bob Duke. I don't like bees. All right. Am I picking two for both of you? Like two? Oh, whatever you, yeah, want. Do whatever it. you want. Okay. Oh, this guest. is good. This is good. Um, so this will definitely test. Uh, so ghost faced from Scream. So the first two. So I'm going to say both Skeet Ulrich or whatever. No, it's, it's, no, it's like the person in the mask. Yeah, we're not going to go behind the mask. No, fine. we're not the man behind But also we were ghost face, a bodiless cloak with a mask. So yes. it's Michael Myers. We already guessed on him. And Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Uh, Scream. Carrie. <laughs> ghost face. Carrie has mommy issues again. I know. I can work with it. How do you know Ghostface has a penis if there's nothing in there? Why are you so... <laughs> fine, it's I'm Skeet, just saying. Fine, it's Skeet Ulrich. Fine, okay, great. That makes me happier. All right, one more. One more. One more. This is a good one, too. This is classic. Chucky or Pennywise? <laughs> and it's not... It's It's... It's... Tim Curry, Pennywise. I want to leave this place right now. <laughs> is it is I it weird that, that the fact that it's Tim Curry, Pennywise, it actually better? shifted it towards that for me? I know, that's not weird. I, 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 felt like I, I felt like I gave an easy one after I think I, I, think, I, I think Tim Curry's Pennywise, yeah, unfortunately. I don't like clowns, but I'll take that over a doll any day. I saw, so I guess this could also be in the pantheon of like nightmares, but I saw a clip from that when I was a child, uh -huh. and that has made me scared of like, a little scared of clowns ever since. Yeah, but Tim Curry, though. So are you going to take the seat of Chucky? Hey. <laughs> hey. I guess I would go 
I guess I'd go it. I don't want to fuck a doll. Pennywise <laughs> is his name. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't yeah, fuck it. A doll. Do we want to do? Do we want to do one? Let's more? do Pennywise. one more. I want to do. I want to do one more um, for the audience. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Audience. So we're gonna do a raise up show of hands. Show of hands. Okay. Let him say both of them first. All right. Let me say both from the f- for both of them first. We have uh, Jack from The Shining. Or Dracula. So all who I'm going to say Bella Lugosi Dracula. Not, oh, oh, not Gary not Oldman. Not Gary Oldman. No, fuck you. No, Gary Oldman <laughs> okay. Dracula. So all, all in favor of Jack from The Shining, raise your hand. All in favor of Bella Lugosi Dracula? Bella Lugosi oh, Dracula. Bella you shifted it by saying Bella. I know. Wait, now what if it was Gary Oldman though? Would everyone still keep that? Oh, Gary Ryan's <laughs> hand went Gary right Oldman's up. Got some yeah. Um, hey, that was our game. That was our game. Yeah. Woo! Uh, so before we go, we're gonna pick a winner for our raffle. Yes. And you are going to get a prize from the Last Chapter Bookshop. Again, it is in Roscoe Village in Chicago. Yes. If you win, please come up to us afterwards, and we will. Uh, we'll do, hook you up. We'll hook. Hey, we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up. Do you want to guess? Hey, Keen, do you, you want to do it? Yes, I do. All right, Keen Bean. Aww. <laughs> Thanks, Bean. The one that screamed. Sean Buckley. <laughs> the, one that, the one that screamed, you can't put it back. You can't put it back. <laughs> Yay. Okay, Sean, see us after. See us after. We'll get, we'll get you sorted. Hey, this was a really nice show. Yeah, thank you, guys. Really Thanks for coming out, you guys. Keenan, before we let you go, do you have any plugs? Do you have any things you're doing you I want to tell the folks about? I'm sure they know stuff. nothing about it. You have to say it now, though. You can't. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, go, uh, I do uh, musical improv at a couple of different places. Uh, at, at IO Theater, there is uh, Riff, Chicago's music improv party. It's a lot of fun. That's Saturdays at 10 o'clock. And then uh, here at Otherworld Theater, where we are recording this right now, yes. uh, on Fridays is Lost yes. Realms, yes. Uh, which is uh, improvised musicals from beyond. We do a lot of it's uh, nerdy uh, sci-fi fantasy or horror uh, musicals. Every every night is a different genre. This week that's coming up is Stephen King. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Uh, I will also say Chicago Reader has a best of 2023 right now. Um, they have a bunch of nominations going out. We are trying to get nominated for best podcast. So if you guys like this, um, please not. No, hold on. If you like this, please nominate us. If you didn't like it, please still nominate us because we have other episodes that you might like. And go ahead. Can you, you can also nominate Riff and uh, Lost Realms for uh, best uh, improv uh, slash sketch troupe and best comedy show because that's a new thing now for that uh, category. Uh, and we're so, happy about that. We're excited. Yeah, I'll vote for you if you vote for me. I'll vote for you if you vote for me. Um, anything else? Uh, go visit Last Chapter Bookshop. They're amazing. Please support They're local wonderful. businesses. Uh, and go, our... uh, help out uh, the uh, Friendship Center Food Pantry. They're a yes. lot of fun. They're very good. They help a lot yes. of people uh, up in the uh, Lincoln uh, Square neighborhood and yep. area. Which is where we uh, live. Volunteered for them before. They are good people and uh, it's set up very easily so it's kind of like a grocery shop. You don't oh, feel yeah, like yeah. you're just... Um, uh, being uh, given food, given yeah. food, you can kind of go Shop and for it's it. allow yeah. people to do their own thing. So it's really uh, helpful. I wanted to say uh, thank you to Bryce Woo! in the thank booth. You, Bryce! Bryce! And I also wanted to say we are currently recording our third uh, season of the podcast. Woo! 
so please keep who's an your, eye who's your out. Guest? Our guest is the wonderful and incredible Julie, Julie Merica. <laughs> she she has her own podcast called uh, Make, Make Your, your Damn, Damn Bed. But stay tuned. I think they're going to come out within the next couple of months. And just you know, follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, like us, love us, uh, send us messages of anything yeah. that we haven't covered that you're like, why haven't you talked about this yet? Because I want to hear a book about it. We love so. you all. We appreciate you all. Yeah. You're the very best. Thank you so much. For Thank coming you for coming. Out. Remember, only kill for love and revenge. Oh, Femmes Reading Filth is hosted, produced, and edited by Emily Berugian and Jessica Mall. Intro music by Tom Lehrer. Outro music by David Reddick. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Femmes Reading Filth. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.